Seven Mile Radio. Seven Mile Radio. Warning. You are now tuned in to Seven Mile What's up, y'all? It's the Pretty Dope-ish Podcast. Um, we're here again every Wednesday, 10 p.m. So excited. You get a little hyper right now. Um, we got me, Lola B. Of course, Lyrics, he up in here still. This your boy, Ed McLovin. And we got some special guests. We got Jovan Royal of Investor from Detroit and the Confident Brand. And I'm a horrible person because I did not do this before. So we're going to let our other guests tell him. Uh, Eric Stewart, you're going to uh, call me Ignite. Eric Knight? Ignite. Ignite. Like the fire. Mm-hmm. First, I was like, Shook Knight? But okay. Anyways, <laughs> so it's the Pretty Dope-ish podcast. Your midweek break to your adult life. So once you put your kids to sleep and you walk your dogs and all that shit, we're going to talk about real life shit, adult shit, and most importantly, shit that's on our minds. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, generational wealth, entrepreneurship, and how or entrepreneurialness, whatever. I just made a word. Anyways. Um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about- yeah, that's that sounds very legit. Entrepreneurialness. Really, we should put it on the shirt. Don't none of y'all niggas put it on the shirt because that was my idea. Okay. And it's live. Thank you. Look at that. Okay. Hi everybody that's um watching. Sorry, I just totally knocked it down. Um, before we get started, make sure you guys know that uh, our nightcap word of the night is money. So I wanted to try to say it like Hardy, but then I realized. Um, just I'm not from Brooklyn, and I don't sound ratchet most of the time, so it didn't work. Um, <laughs> and then I'll say, oh, maybe she'd be like, money. Like, you know, you know the song? No, Money. Nope. Something like that. Nope, that wasn't any <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so how the nightcap word goes, anytime we say money, um, take a sip unless, or do your um, vice of choice unless that choice is cocaine or something that could kill you if you take too much of it. Because um, if you die, not our fault. Don't want you to die. So, yeah, there's that. Um, so, we're going to jump into it because we were talking about investing and entrepreneurship. So, me and Jovan, a few days ago, we went through, like, how we were going to have this go, flow and stuff. Speak a little closer to your mic, Lola. There you go. So is this better? Yeah, you could. Can y'all, did it sound, that look sexy when I did this? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's weird because I'm, like, real hyper. It could be because I just made him run a red light to get here on time. <laughs> and then I was just like... No, don't stop. And I'm like, wait, I didn't mean to run the red light. Don't stop. Because it was yellow. But then he stopped at the yellow light. I'm like, no. He's like, oh, you mean to go? But it was already red. And I was like, shit. And y'all, you know, his yeah. his driving situation. I'm like, I should have drove. Because at least we wouldn't have went to jail. And it was just like this. But we, we got here. But I'm legal now. Partially. And if you All get pulled over, just oh. be like. I told you this. I was in the point of no return. You know, sometimes when oh, I get pulled over, like, I be like, oh, my employer X, Y, and Z. It's a reason why I say that, but I can't say who my employer is. And I'd be like trying to get out, and usually it works for the most part because we all won out here. That's what it is, but I don't work for the police. Anyways, so um, for me, growing up, I feel like I wasn't taught financial literacy. Were you? Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't think of It's fine. We breaking shit. It's okay. <laughs> I don't really think a lot of like black people are taught financial literacy to be honest. Were you taught it in, so you were not taught it? No, not at all. Not Ignite. at all aspect of the way we taught struggle. Yes, I mean, to me, it was like to a certain like aspect, but like it seemed like a lot of the lessons I got was like, this is where I, like my shortcomings were, like mm-hmm. don't do that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's what I remember the Teaching most. Teaching you what not to do as Teaching opposed to me. what to do. Right. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I did this, don't do that. You kind of get what I'm saying? So. For sure. And I think that's a trend in like our community unfortunately and it's the reason why i think 
other races get the one up on us because they get taught things like at my second job it's a 16 year old kid he was like yeah my mom just bought a house it was five hundred thousand dollars and i want to slap the shit out of him because how dare you talk to me about this because i'm poor <laughs> and i'm not buying five hundred thousand dollar houses because i mean if y'all know anything about mortgages you get a five hundred thousand dollar house like you got a lot of money income coming from yeah, that too and so then we find out that this 16 year old white kid like uses all his money from our second from my second job um to like go into the stock market and all this other shit and i'm just like yeah i hate you but like i don't really hate him but it's just like yeah. you really see the differences at 16 years old at 16 at 16 at 16 he may be 17 like, oh my whole nipple maybe y'all i'm sorry you guys oh, i'm sorry you know preschool told me he was like you need to show more titty he's like, i'm gonna make you he's like, i'm gonna make you the next wendy williams and i was like Wait, i don't want to be wendy like, yeah, and then i was like, like can i be um what did i say i was like can i be oprah and then he was like, maybe Gail. And I'm like, bruh. And I was like, I don't like this. I was he's like, as long as you're not. He's just trying to, you know. He just want to see some belittle titties. you. So then I'm like, this is so off topic. But then he's just like, um, I was like, as long as you ain't trying to be Stevie. And I ain't, because I ain't trying to be Jocelyn Hernandez. You get it. That was a joke. Anyways. Okay. So we just came to the conclusion that we don't learn. Somebody don't. don't have a really ignite. We're kicking you off. I'm just kidding. So we just already determined that it's not really taught in our upbringing. So did you learn it in high school? So I went to Cass, you know, pretty important school in Detroit. Big facts. We should just go ahead and do a clap there, a hoorah, no, a cheer. Don't. Please don't. First and foremost, all y'all can shut up because it's amazing. Second to none. Okay. We used to smoke y'all marching band. <laughs> Who cares? We're smart. <laughs> we don't need marching bands. We're smart. It wasn't about football. It's about being smart. It's about us being us. Anyways, so even with going to cast though, um, we didn't have no classes about like life and adult shit and mortgages. You would think cast. You would. You, you really would, would right? That's the that. reason why I say it. like. So I went to cast, and this is this. You know, top three, really top one school. And I, and it could be maybe I was busy doing other things, but I don't think so. I think that literally, I don't remember a class when they like. This is what you do in life. You, you buy know, a house. You get this credit score. You know what's funny? Like, so I, I don't mean to cut you off, but like. As far as like school goes, like we have in like what well, I think tenth grade, you get economics. You got economic class. You got that, but okay. they don't. You have to take that class most of the time. Is it called something else? Economics? No, it's called economics. Yeah, it's it's called back economics. when we was at school, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, I don't know what it might have been called. Y'all all no, had economics. Everybody had economics. I had an economics class. Like, yeah, but they, and I had a government. They, but they, they, they but, but the thing is, they talking high. about they, they talking about supply. <laughs> oh wow, cash didn't even have economics class. Oh, supply and demand. Okay, yeah, I'm they, there. They, yep. talk, they mm -hmm. was talking about supply and demand. I literally think it needs to be a class in all high schools that talks about credit and and investing and Save the it. stock market because granted i didn't really go to school like that i skipped a lot of school especially 10th grade years eric could tell you <laughs> like but like i think that's something that should be definitely necessary to teach because my mom she didn't know credit you know when i was mm -hmm. growing up she didn't know however when i became an adult I was what 19 she started saying like get you a credit card but she didn't tell me don't fuck up the credit card she just said get a credit card but she taught my sister after I fucked up my credit card like 
well, this is what you should start doing with your money because mm-hmm. she got a little older and she was learning more. So my sister right now, my sister's straight. She got an 800 some credit score and she 20, what What am I, 30? She's 28 years old, okay. just bought a Benz off the lot, no money down. Like, you know, so she's straight. Like, she, her credit is good enough. Like, with credit, you could do absolutely anything. I'm so happy you said that. It's going to go into our starting of the conversation. Mm-hmm. See how that works? That was like, anyways. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, I think for me, so we came to the conclusion we really didn't learn this in college. I mean, in high school, we really didn't learn you it learn in, in high school. In college, I got lucky. And the only reason why people who get go into business, they get lucky because you got to yeah. learn this shit. I went, I have a minor in entrepreneurship. I got a little lucky. Um, but most of the stuff that I have learned about finances and credit and it's everything has been through my friends. It's yeah. been through like looking at stuff for an investor from Detroit, yeah. um, social media, and we are fortunate to be a part of a generation. Tanisha, millennials. Said, Tanisha said she learned in her high school. What high school you went to, Tanisha? I'm actually. What cast? <laughs> I mean, but a lot, of folks, a lot of folks learn it from experience. You know? And experience. Yeah. That's what yeah. I can say. I, can, I learned a lot of my financial literacy from is from experience, from going through a struggle, going through different things, and it taught me what I should do, what I shouldn't do. And like right now, like I was just talking to him about, I've just I just started investing in stock this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wish I would have did it ten years ago because it probably would be yeah. up a, couple, a few bands. Right now. Yeah. You know, you know and that, that's the funny part because you when you think about it, it's like I always. I fell in love with the idea of working in the stock market from a movie, hmm. from Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street made me want to work on Wall Street. Oh, it totally makes sense. She went you know. to a white school. Of course. <laughs> totally makes sense. That's why I gave me teaching you economics and credit scores. Makes sense. So we just get set up. It's you know, so it's like, like watching Wolf of Wall Street, I'm like, damn, what the fuck is they doing? Like, is this real? Game? You know, like, like this and then it was like, I didn't, I didn't have money to invest. It was like this year. Like when I was talking, me and Eric was having a conversation around my uh, birthday, and it was, bro, like get into the stock market, like you plan, like invest into Neo. It's doing great right now. It's it's low right now. It's gonna be great, you know. So it was like little shit he was teaching me. You feel me? And it's like I didn't learn this shit on my own. It's a lot of stuff you can go on there and do, but like I still don't know how to pick the right companies. It's still things like I wish my mom would have taught me you know or i would have learned a lot earlier than 30 years old you know if i would have learned a lot of stuff at at in 2008 mm-hmm. when the market crashed and i knew people with money that would have given me five thousand dollars in this we'd be straight you know but anyway back to back no. to our regular schedule no that's yeah, totally you know. on trend i'm so proud of us y'all like so you don't i don't know if you watch a few of these episodes but we have a horrible <laughs> Horrible um, track records of staying on, staying on topic, and, not cut um, and cutting each other off. Yeah. And I feel like, go oh, look at here. All you needed was a little reset. Just everybody. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's not like I really wanted to miss last week's show. I, no, I just, I'm just. We missed you over here in life in general. Yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> what is Lyric. that? Lyric. This. Yes. Yes. He needs to pass you that. Anyways, so. Um, Again, I learned from a lot of mistakes, too. And, you know, real personal fact about me, but I don't give a fuck because my life is together now, um, pretty much. So, I got my first credit card, 18, from a person that was, like, 
the person who encouraged me to get the credit card had financial literacy. He was a white guy. It was at Grand Valley. I remember it was like we were in Robinson in the uh, great room. It was from City, and I fucked it up. And then I fucked up a whole bunch of other shit. And then I had some other stuff. And so at 24, I filed bankruptcy. Mm. And and it's crazy because it was 24. And now I'm 32. I don't regret it because yeah. I. But I don't suggest it either. Yeah. It's not like it's not it's not the end of the world, but it's not the first decision you should make. You should get better financial literacy first, right? Yeah, I agree with so, that. So basically, at 24, I had just started with my real job, and I knew that I needed to. I had finally started making some decent money, and I knew that I needed to get some shit together. So I went through a company, and they gave me options. They're like, you can definitely. They're like, well, what's your goal? My goal was to buy a house at 30. And she said, well, here's your income, here's your debt. You could pay your debt off by 30. You probably ain't gonna buy no house though because your credit's still probably gonna be shit. Or, and my dad had just gave me $1,000 because I had crashed my car in a tree a few years later. It was all a whole bunch of crazy shit, right? right. Um, and he's like, I give you this $1,000, you can do with it whatever you want. So the lady's like, you know, you can pay this credit off, still have a shitty credit score, may not be able to buy a house at 30. Or you file bankruptcy, and you work on your credit very diligently, and you buy a, you can buy a house in two years. I wish I would have did it I, at twenty five. It was a it was a huge decision for me because we look so like black people. We got to be perfect in yeah. every element keeping of life, and, and that's huh? the thing. Keeping, keeping up with the Joneses, and but like, and I don't encourage people to. Mm -hmm. That's not the first choice is to file bankruptcy. Right. But white people. They filed they bankruptcy file a time. shitload more how than us. And it's how, never, how many times has the president filed bankruptcy? We don't give him no light on this show. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So, but I learned that was something really, really big. And it was a turning point for me in my entire life. Because I would never forget, the, before I decided to file bankruptcy, it was in like in August or July, my credit score was a 478. No joke. Crazy as shit, right? 24, 478 I saw, I saw credit score. Exactly. Anyone else has been. So now, today, so I bought a house at 30. Mm -hmm. Yay for me. That's yes. I, and at that moment, like, I was, it was like the year of my 30th because it had, it took some time. It was a very stressful process, but you guys should hey, do it. Um, it's, you know, make money to take money. You got to take risks to make money. You got to take risks to invest in yourself and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, So it, Hey, worked Tierra. off for me or whatever i was able to buy the house at 30 and today right now even though i have that bankruptcy my credit score is 750 so you know but you have to learn like people file bankruptcy and they still fuck it up yeah. you can't do that and i'm not saying i'm perfect because yeah and it was a legit a lesson so the big question we wanted to start off with this whole um generational mindset and get jovan talking is would you pick a credit score, a perfect credit score, or a hundred thousand dollars. Easy, easy. See, I'm gonna say this. Easy. It depends on what you what you know. Knowledge True. is power, right? Yep, I so agree. So, like for me, with the stuff I know from an investor standpoint, I take the hundred k because I know what I can do with it because yeah. I had the knowledge right now. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but the, you didn't what, have that knowledge. But if I didn't have the knowledge and I'm trying to get my stuff together, yeah, I'm gonna take that eight hundred credit score because it can take me places. Yeah. So I'm gonna say. It's two ways you can answer it. Okay. It depends on where you are. Could yeah. you could you not could you it. not just I not to cut you off, could you not take that uh what you say, hundred K? Is that mm -hmm. what you said? And maybe do the things necessary to raise your credit score up to the eight hundred and That's still have some thinking. of that eight hundred. Right. right. And I kinda go back to like if you if you got a plan like, oh 
I know what I I know I could turn this a hundred into two hundred mm, yeah. because you already got that skill set that you working with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you don't got a plan, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna take the hundred k. Martinez, that's says when you, credit is the way to go. That's when you can end up in a situation. You kind of get what I'm saying. So like when I was earlier on, when I was young, I used to always say credit, credit all the time. Because you get that hundred mm-hmm. k and blow it, and ain't got shit to show. Exactly. And you ain't fixed the credit, exactly. and you ain't right. in, in nothing. And I was just like, man, you, you ain't blew, got that you chance. You blew hundred k going to Vegas, Miami, yeah. Louis Stowe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, but, yeah. you know what's funny? Uh, I'm, as far as like this pandemic go, a lot of people got a lot of free money this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was seeing like some of my friends two hundred like getting $20,000 cards, you know, and going to the Louis store, the Gucci store. Like you can't give me $20,000 right Uh-oh. now at one time. And not expect me to change my whole fucking life. Oh, are those people that were committing um, small business fraud? Is that's where they got the twenty thousand from? I'm confused. Or was that an exaggeration of number? I was just confused because I ain't getting twenty thousand. It's really twenty thousand. Yeah, I was gonna got like bands on. I'm talking from all like accumulated benefits. I'm still. I'm like all that. All that circles back around the financial literacy. I'm still from the hood at the end of the day, so I know scammers and shit like that. So I would say, oh no, you know scammers. Yeah, but but the thing is, it's like. Y'all still, y'all don't, you, the money that, like, some drug dealers make and stuff like that, like, the idea of power, the the show power, mm-hmm. he was trying to get out of the game and do everything legit. Yeah, killed, horrible you know? example. You know, no, I'm just saying, but, I'm like, <laughs> like, he was, he was trying to get out of there and start investing, investing money. So, mm-hmm. I look at my friends who got all this money, and it's only a few people I know that's getting out of the game by investing their money. So what Jovan was saying is all come down to what you know. Because yeah, if I had to choose right now a hundred thousand dollars or a perfect credit score, I'm gonna go with my perfect credit score because I already know I can get that hundred thousand dollars uh with what I'm about to get ready to do. I will pick a hundred thousand dollars. But you, you straight though. Like your credit's straight right now. That's not what it's because again, you I've learned and like wow so I would say I come a serial entrepreneur, but my mindset is um, not 100% there all the time, mm-hmm. and my focus sucks. So I think if I actually had all the money at my hand and I wasn't, you know, having to work extra, extra hard and second jobs to create this extra income to then do the other stuff I wanted to do, that I would probably be able to have successful businesses real quick. Right. So that's why I would say it. Right. So what I, would you say? I, I make, that makes sense. I'm going to say it's tons of people I know with 800 scores, and they got debt. Yeah. Hell of debt. And I know people who got... All types of businesses, and they got six fifty, six seventy five credit scores, but they bringing in, bands, buku money a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And it's, and the thing about credit is, and I'm speaking on it from a business standpoint. You can have a, you can have a, your personal credit score could be terrible, but you can have, a, you can have credit score. amazing business credit score. Mm-hmm. And get all the money and all the. Stats you can start. Through. You can start an LLC. Get your EIN right now. Then you can go look for fifty dollars for Michigan in Michigan. Get your LLC for fifty dollars. Yep. Then you can go get your EIN for free. For free. Right. Then you can get a Duns and Bradstreet number for free. Your Duns and Bradstreet number is what's going to uh, build your business credit score. Yep. So then, when you're purchasing products for your business, say you're going to like businesses like Uline and Granger, and you're purchasing products that you need, right? They give you what's called a net thirty. It's basically like a credit card. You get thirty days to pay. Okay. So you buy. I can go buy products for my business, and I don't got to pay for thirty days. So I pay within that 30 days, it's build my credit. And then, like, say after a few months, they give me a net 60, and I get 60 days to pay for it. It's build mm-hmm. my credit, and they report into the business credit bureau. Then after, then they may give me a net 30, I get 90 days to pay. So now I'm building my business credit score. So now, 
you build your business credit, but my personal, like I said, it can be it could be 600 but i'm building my business credit score right right mm-hmm. to the standpoint where where banks can give you business yeah. credit people buying homes with business credit scores mm-hmm. with business credit they buying yeah. cars with business credit I, you know what i'm saying you can you can buy a home with a business credit mm-hmm. with a business on a business credit card right yeah and the thing about it is it's it's actually third party companies mm-hmm. that swipe your business credit card send a check to the title company so now you got the house fair and clear Oh, you feel me? Right. I hope and, y'all and writing and these and gems and then, down. And then, and then the thing about it, and then the thing about it, so now you got a friend clear, and then you can pull the equity out from the bank. You know what I'm saying? And now you got free money. And that's your, you did all that with business credit. That's, that's, that's crazy. Like a, just a bomb. I just <laughs> feel like we just got all kind of knowledge. Yeah. Like, and if all, y'all listening, I, I don't know if y'all. I looked at everybody's face, but everybody like mouth dropped. Like, yeah, I was listening for sure. <laughs> yeah, like. And so hopefully, I, if you, y'all listening and y'all felt like what he said was like real ass, like deep, and yeah. y'all need to listen I to more. Like I'm in church right Y'all now. need to go follow his Facebook page, which is Investor from Detroit. And did you finish your classes yet? My courses. Your finished. courses. Oh, course and his finished. course is finished. So I'm about to be dropping all that. So he about to be dropping some courses, which means um, I'm going to need to see a whole bunch more black millionaires, a whole bunch of more, you know, black business owners, I mean, this some black stock forward. market stuff, Literally. everything. This is generation forward. So, so on some real, I, I need to get your number for real, for real, because I'm about to make this like life changing move in three weeks, three, four weeks. I'm yeah, out sure. of here. You know, so it's like, I need that because everything I'm trying to do. Like I've, you did something for me, Lola. You did something for me the, uh, about a month ago that really helped me, and it was. Um, what would I do? It was you. You told me about uh, one of your friends because I'm working on my credit. My oh, credit. with Selflender. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Like I've uh, even though, like even though you got to wait like three months. Like I done already paid up like three months already, but like I see my credit score already going up. They're already reporting to that. You know, so it's like. I could have went the bank the bankruptcy way, but right now what I've done since you told me that I didn't opened up a secure credit card with a with a five hundred dollar limit, I got the secure card. I mean the secure loan, the self lender loan, which is like fifteen hundred, and they reported to the credit. And then after that, I get another credit card through them. Now, granted, I'm not gonna do the same stupid stuff I did as a kid with my credit card. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm. I it's certain stuff that like I didn't know you're not supposed to go over thirty percent of, yo, what they got. You know what they no give. It should really be you know? less than thirty. It is. Yeah. You know because you don't want to have that high debt to income ratio. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's a lot of stuff that I've learned in the lab yeah. since my birthday. My birthday was June twentieth. I've learned so much mm-hmm. since then. What? what how, how many months have been? Three months. Three months. From, um, you can, hey, three months can be a life changer. It, 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 anybody, you dig in deep for three months. Yeah. So since the Straight. pandemic, you know, we I saved some money because I work from home now, mm-hmm. and then I had got the second job, and then I did some other little money moves, and literally my credit score was not a seven fifty three months ago. It was like in that sevens, but it yeah. wasn't seven fifty. So I got me it last there. Last time it was like seven twenty. Exactly. So I got it there by literally just rearranged my mindset in the last few months and just trying to like really you know break some things down so yeah i filed bankruptcy but i like credit cards it's real bad don't be like me um <laughs> but i know when shit get real i need to break this down i need to do um what do they call it the snowball method i do the small snowball, what, method. What's the snowball method snowball method is when you start at your smallest debts first 
that's and then you take that payment and then you go to the next one and you just yeah, keep going that's, right that's what i'm doing right now so I didn't know that yeah was, that's called the, the snowball method so i do a little bit of that and then i also looked at whatever my high interest cards were and i got those down to make those payments lower so that i have more to pay into other stuff and this is again it clearly works because my credit score has skyrocketed in the past few months um I lost train of thought. That's what happens. Because I had like a whole other thought. Then my phone keep dying. It's going to die before the end of the um, show for some reason. Well, so, you know we got 100 charges over yeah, here. Yeah, this one keeps... It's, it's literally draining the battery. It's not charging her thing thing. So if we could get that fixed, that would be fantastic. They're working on mine. You know, well, just... The charge. Yeah, the how about someone just take it and figure it out for me? Great. Awesome. Somebody. Take it in and yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. Um, Mark gonna yell at me after the show's over because he say don't um talk about this kind of stuff on air. It is supposed to be perfect, but if I was perfect, then I would be a millionaire right now, and we wouldn't be having these technical difficulties. So, and it's really not technical difficulties. It's just my phone being stupid, but it's okay because Samsung's still better than Android, uh, still better than <laughs> iPhones. Um, don't go on my text messages because it's inappropriate stuff. I'm not, I'm not in there. That, so, definitely don't want to go in there. Um, Larry, did you say what you would pick? No, he didn't. I forgot the question. The uh, eighty, perfect the perfect, score perfect credit score, eight hundred and fifty credit score, or a hundred thousand dollars. I would take the hundred thousand because I feel like I could flip that and invest that and then double that and then double my score at the same time. So my thing is, yeah, do I ha like? So it, and I feel like so if you invest that, like I really think like with the investment or like stuff because see. 401ks and then like companies like you know Edward Jones and Wells Fargo they could really teach you how to flip that and do so much more with your money or investor from Detroit can help you I mean that's what I'm just saying but you know that cause some okay. people are not aware true you know. well people should be aware aware now because Joe they are we got Joe I'm about to oh, whatever. be right on and his like, courses how better like what is better than having a young Black person teach other black, black people, people to do the shirts? fucking damn thing. No, I appreciate oh, that. we oh, should we need show the shirts. So, real talk. So, anybody else who come on our show as a guest, including Ignite, because he sh he fucked up today, but it's okay. It's because Jovan set the bar so high. We're gonna show y'all. He brought us stuff. Me and oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, too, you know what I'm are showing his yeah. new fall collection mm -hmm. stuff. If you can see even Mark got some. I, Mark. I love that so we got me and Larry got fall stuff. This, this and then the Ed and Ignite got Black History. Juneteenth. 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 It was Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then right, Mark has Create Your Own Economy. I like that. So. Yeah. And that's what we as black people boss. need to do. And, and, yes. and he got a. Invest from Detroit. Let's this get is it. not a good idea. So, <laughs> damn it, I keep missing the nipple slips on the camera. <laughs> I, I really like. Thank God it's like black. And like, anyway, we're not going to. Anyways, let's. We'll share that for after when he leaves. <laughs> you know, shit, at this point, I need to make a whole ass company for big titties because <laughs> bras is expensive. Y'all don't know the struggle. It's no. like $60, $70 a bra to no. keep these bad boys right here. Otherwise, sure. they're going to be swing low. So, like, this kind of thing. Like, I know Get a that, business loan for I know this kind of like, uh, uh, well, with, with what you going would say, like, I know a lot of girls would like huge tits you feel me and they and like as far as like by, like i like to buy lingerie for women like i really do because i like to see i like to see women in lingerie that's just me but when i could go buy you 20 like 25 pair of panties <laughs> like different lingerie set for a little bit of nothing but i buy one bra and it's 90 dollars i'll be looking like tiara said please Wait a minute. She Please. shares your pain. Wait a, a minute. Oh, I thought she was some. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, Jovan. Let's get it. 
What's good? What's good? Are you talking about him putting his hat on? Yeah. It makes you feel special a little bit. <laughs> it warms your heart. It will warm my heart. That's dope. <laughs> I, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. You so really, you have any like a store? Hmm. You like a store online where you can buy more? Of this yeah. Stuff? So for my confident brand, I have an online store. It's uh, www.confidentbrandclub.com. I actually just dropped uh, hoodies and uh, crew necks for breast cancer awareness. So I'm donating a portion of those proceeds to the National uh, Breast Cancer Foundation. Check those out. You know and if you go on our page, yeah. all his social media links are on our page. You'll see it because it has his face on it. And it mm-hmm. says Confident Brand. And it says Investors from Detroit. And he also has uh, rental properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. okay. He also has rental properties. Like, I mean, seriously, like, we got this whole amazing. God breaking oh stuff. God. It's okay. You gotta have more than one source of income. We gonna work on all, all this. Time. I gave extra him a whole break for the phone. Ah, Jesus! Oh well, no, something's it's happening. You're all you gotta something. do is just okay. slide your phone all the way up. Yeah, slide the phone up all so the way up. Yeah. See, like he is. He is. Make a statement. Look. <laughs> Sorry, so, y'all. We got a bunch of technical difficulties on the show today. It's really like just people being buzzed. So, see, and I'm today. Today is a day I didn't even. I had a shot today. That's it. Usually, right. this all this disturbance uh, will be Ed yelling at me. Look at that, <laughs> Jesus! Nah, I ain't, like the thing is, I didn't like my energy on my on the last show. I was it's in. okay. I'm tighten the back. I was gonna bring some sage to sage everything, but we were running behind because mm-hmm. I'd be always late. So, we have to you own a clothing line. Thank you. You yeah, have rental shot. properties, and now you have investor from Detroit. So, which one of those is your baby? They all my baby. Your first they baby. Like, they, this like, they like triplets. So you, you did them all at the same time? <laughs> no. I mean, my baby would be Confident Brand for sure. Okay. That's the first one I started. It's uh, four years old. Okay. What made you start it? So I actually started Confident Brand because I was at a point in my life where I wasn't confident in myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Really? I, I would have never. I know him from college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never got that. I was wild in college. <laughs> Look, we was I all wild. You in school, things, you know, you're in the real world. You, yeah. you see, I had to ask and clarify yeah. when I was on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, who? Okay. So, <laughs> when I um I actually was just um I was reading Thinking Grow Rich and um yeah. Great it, was just talk, it was just talking about the power Great of confidence book. and I'm like, alright, I'm about to have a mind shift. I was like twenty three, twenty four at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, about to have this mind shift, right? Like to get all this. I ain't about to be thinking like this. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I said, I'm gonna put confident on the shirt because my thing was I wanted to improve the visuals in my environment. You know what I'm saying? From like when I wake up from the vision boards I see stuff I'm wearing. I want to see, wear stuff saying boss, CEO, confident, all that type of stuff, right? So I had confident uh, printing on some 12 shirts. I mm-hmm. wasn't even starting the clothing line. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had them for myself, and I was like, Mike, what am I going to do with 12 shirts? <laughs> right. So I ended up passing, like, you know what I'm saying, like seven of them out. And uh, people was coming back to me like, man, this shirt was really helping me get through the day. Or oh, I'm I like, like that. what? Inspiration. Yeah. yeah. So for, it was just something I was using to help myself, and it ended up helping other people. And then, like, a girl in the gym asked me how much I was selling them for. Uh, I wasn't even selling them. I, I did sell it the next day, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I still got that. I sold it for, like, $10. I still okay. got that 10 Um, So yeah. it went from just me looking to self-empower myself, and it turned into a whole clothing line. And now it's four years later. So, so as far as, like, people trying to start a clothing line, do you have advice on that? Yeah, I definitely have advice on that. So basically, get pen and paper. Of <laughs> Listening. You gotta have open them notes up real quick. Your why is important. Your Bingo. Biggest, your Always. Biggest, your biggest thing with starting a clothing line is your why. Why are you doing it? All right, because people have to feel that why. Because they feel it. They 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 people can see right through you if you're just trying to make a quick dollar. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the white people making Black Lives Matter shit. But mm-hmm. if your why is powerful, you gotta 
you gotta have a strong like uh, Y behind it, and you're like pushing that Y, you gotta push your Y more than your clothing. And once you push your Y, everything else is fall in place. Everything, everything else will fall in place. You know what I'm saying? So. So what's one big lesson? Did you have any downfalls with starting confidence? Confident, confident brand. Confident brand. Yeah, I was. Thinking. Well, thing about it being in four years, the good thing is I know what people like. It. Okay. So when you start out, you kind of trying to find different fabrics and kind of see what people like, and you might think something is dope to you, but it ain't dope to them. So yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of just finding. You got to understand who your target audience is. Once you find out who your target audience is, you good. You good to go. So for me, um, also not having a plan. I plan on my whole um, clothing line and releases a year in advance. Like I already got my whole 2021 um, schedule schedule planned out. <laughs> I feel like I, plan, I take December up. off every year. Okay. I, I plan December off, so I know I got this month where I can just focus. That's my that's my month of focusing, doing all the watching Netflix and all the stuff I normally don't do. Mm-hmm. Where I can just chill, get my mind back ready, get ready for next year. So y'all, if y'all getting it, this is really that entrepreneurial mindset. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they always say that like, oh, you should just start your own business. But you don't have, like, to be honest, not everybody is an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. No. Um, but there are other, that. oh, I 100% nah, believe that. Why, why don't you believe that? Uh, because I believe anything can be so. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like anything can be useful. And that's what the world is supposed to be about anyway. Like, there's something that you can do that can benefit somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like no matter what it is, you might not think it could benefit somebody, but trust me, it's somebody out there that could benefit from whatever idea you might have. Think about all the stupid ideas that we be like, that's just dumb. Mm-hmm. For instance, the selfie stick was a stupid idea to some people. <laughs> right. But think about how thought. much money they made from it. Right. Yeah, My that's mother true. still uses the selfie stick. Yeah. See, like, like, it's <laughs> so many ideas that was out there that was made by, happen- by happenstance mm-hmm. that just blew up. You know what I'm saying? That's why mm-hmm. I that's why I honestly feel like What about anything? the dude who made that little thumb spinner shit oh, the, the that got oh, yeah. But there is a difference yeah. between a business owner and an entrepreneur. So anybody yeah. can own a business. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like when it comes to entrepreneurship, I don't want everybody to feel this overwhelming feeling that they have to be entrepreneurs. That's oh, not that's like every, the wave. It's like the wave. Yeah. yeah right you now, don't have to be that person. It's the wave. Because <laughs> our parents and our generation, like our parents yeah. and stuff, always worked for people. Mm-hmm. We have the generation of people that were born in the 90s, we don't want to work for nobody. Right. We feel like working a nine to five, going to college, yeah. and doing yeah. that is a lot of waste of time. Been, it's a waste of life. It's a waste of life. It's a waste of life. You know what I'm saying? We all went to college. I got friends that graduated from college and still not doing nothing. Yeah. I need my student loans. You know what I'm saying? Like, to get my degree back. So when you look at those things, it's so many things that you can do. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like as far as like uh, the general, the generational wealth type of thing, um, a lot of white people have advances just of a law that was set in place when they first start building subdivisions. It's literally like houses cost maybe back then they was like nine ten thousand dollars, which nowadays would equal out to about a hundred thousand dollars. But it was a clause in there that said. You we'll let you build these houses, but you cannot sell to black people. Yeah, that's crazy. The thing mm-hmm. is, as time went on, the amount of money that these houses became worth became higher. So those hundred thousand dollar homes now are worth three and four hundred thousand dollars, and their kids and their kids' kids have that 
equity in that money. So that's one thing that created a, a large generational gap with black people and white people. Also, just to use that as an example. Life insurance as well. Yeah. That's one thing that I was honestly say black folks do not invest in. Yeah. Because we look at it as somebody trying to get over you just want to kill me for some money. Mm-hmm. But when you but the thing about life insurance is at the end of the day it paid it costs to bury somebody. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? On top of burying somebody to take care of yourself afterwards, you know? Because that's life insurance is important. That's something that's important for black folks. Real talk, I don't have no kids, right? But if unfortunately, you know, I get pregnant and I have a kid because I find a husband or something, anyways. Or baby um, daddy. I, mean, I don't. I don't want a baby daddy. Like I actually like want to um, have. Be a married before you have kids. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that or something. You yeah. know, that something nature. real. Yeah. I don't even know if I want a marriage, but a wedding looks really pretty. You, you know? just want you want anyways. something real. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. You know, it's it's a difference. But um, like. I feel like this is how people that are not black people get it. Because if I die right now, like if I had a little two year old, she gonna be good. One, because it's hundred like this like is worth a hundred thousand. But if I had like a five hundred thousand dollar policy, right. I mean Exactly. Bro, you better spend five fucking thousand dollars, maybe seven, because I'm gonna feel generous for you to bury me and I'm gonna make sure that all the rest of the money that's that you about to inherit is it's set up into a way that you, you are gonna be responsible and that you get the silver spoon that everybody else get that I did not have that my peers yeah. did not have that the other black people next to you did not have but that that white person that's in the same class as you have with that being said is why he's the investor from Detroit mm-hmm. you buy your daughter stocks dopest shit ever yeah. Like I be literally on his Facebook, like, oh, this is so good. Like he say, like, don't give my daughter gifts, or like, don't give her like toys and clothes and stuff. Yeah, stocks. Give her money towards her her portfolio. This is the mindset that we need to have. It's about really stopping all this horrible, like, the financial literacy that we didn't get, and the horrible trends of spending money and keeping up with the Joneses. We was taught um, that exactly all this struggle life that we were taught and that we have seen. We need to get rid of it. We was and taught we need to, and it get passed down to exactly. us. Yes, we need exactly. to really change our mindset to really start to build generational wealth. So, like I said, he buys his daughter's stocks. Stocks is one of those yeah. things that scare people. Yeah, because yeah. what the hell is this thing that I don't see the instant return on, right? It's misunderstood. So, mm-hmm. so that's the thing is like the instant return. I'm gonna say, like one of her stocks has a return of like thirty percent. Okay. Within four months, you know the banks you get zero point zero zero one percent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you do get returns. People don't under people fear what they don't understand. A hundred percent. And that's why I want to educate educate people on how to invest in stock. So, kind of invest in the stock market because once you understand it more, you'll be more comfortable with it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, where? How did you learn? Like, where? What? How did you learn about which stocks to invest in? So, this was a. This is a, so. I'm 31 now. I started reading, learning about stocks when I was 23, 24. Mm. So this is a process over these years of me learning. So I, I read a book on stock market investing. YouTube University. <laughs> if I was like looking at like I start looking at like my uh, my four hundred one k right, and I'm looking at these terms, I'm like I don't know what they talking about. Yes, Amy said she buying stocks and bonds for her grandkids. I don't know where none of this money is going, right? So mm-hmm. I start researching like where my money is going to my four hundred one k, little stuff like that. So mm-hmm. if I seen a term I didn't understand, I looked it up. Mm. A lot of people they they run away from that. They like I don't know what this means. You know what I'm saying? For me, I just buckle down and I'm I'm a big 
I'm I'm real huge on like self education. And it actually a lot of folks don't, don't it actually started that. with Confidence Brand when I read that Think and Grow Rich book. And that book changed my life so much. I think that, that book from changed that point a lot of people's books. I, I started reading so many books and I said, Alright, if I want to learn about real estate, I I simply Google what's the best real estate book. What's the best what's the best book on uh organization? Little stuff like that, right? And I read I read these books and I follow people who doing who doing it and they better than me. And I grain myself. You got to be intentional with everything you do. People don't understand. You got to be intentional. So I'm intentional. I'm intentional from the standpoint of I follow people who are doing what I want to do, and I curate my own mastermind group. Mastermind group is a collection of people. You know what I'm saying? Who are I I look at it as it's a collection of people who are where I'm at. I mean, they're they're where I want to be. They know more than me. You know what I'm saying? And I'ma surround myself with them. A lot of times, see, some people they they pay for mastermind groups. You know what I'm saying? Like the master class? No, like they the pay they pay they pay like thousand dollars for mastermind groups to be around people who know more than them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like with the digital age we're we're in, it's so much information out for here. Free. My grandfather can, said that all the time. You can create your own mastermind. It's a library group. in your hand. You know, you know what I was saying? I love like if you the smartest, if you the smartest friend in your group, you need to get new friends. Exactly. I my friends that. have pushed me like when mm-hmm. I tell you like, if it was not for my friends I wouldn't be half of the person that I am so like I said I didn't grow up with like a lot of financial literacy and I had a very very poor understanding of wages I had a very poor understanding of finances in general my first job ever I made eleven dollars it ended up being eleven thirty three, and I was so fucking happy. I'm yeah. like, hey, your first job though, that's that's a lot. <laughs> hey, you get. <laughs> and I was twenty three, so you know no, I started with where I work now at twenty four. Yeah. So that means I was twenty two. Okay. So at twenty two, eleven thirty three, and I was working overtime. So these is the biggest. Yeah, man, my check. Was about seven exactly, and it was seven Exactly. So, but this is where it happened. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like telling my friend. I remember she had just got a job at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Now, and my friend, she come from a family that is good with financial literacy mm-hmm. they had vacations houses mm-hmm. bmws all this shit that i ain't yeah, know it existed yeah. like on some real shit i didn't even really know what was outside of detroit of growing up and that's no shade to my family it's no shade to my mom i love her to death it's just that's just our little that was our humble abode that's just where we were that's our mindset stuck in that and bubble. so me literally going to grand rapids to go to college was big as hell for culture me culture shock yeah, exactly. Yeah, so here I am, twenty two, eleven dollars and thirty three cents, getting hella overtime. I'm like, this is the shit ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to my friend, and we just talking this normal shit. And she's like, Yeah, I started at this job, and I'm like, Okay, how much you make? Just being curious because I don't got. If you my friend, I'm gonna know all your business. You gonna know all mine. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm gonna ask the questions that you're supposed to ask people because I don't care. Either you can answer it or you cannot answer it. And she's like, oh, I'll make twenty an hour. Pause, bitch. Excuse <laughs> me, what? Literally, <laughs> it, it was like literally a whole drop, and I'm like, culture shock. People make. It wasn't like you make people in general make twenty dollars an hour. Like how? Pause. That's like, good that you around that person. Ex- and exactly. Literally. So when she told me that, when I tell you, two weeks later, I'm like, I'ma work for X, Y, and Z. This is where I work till this day. So here I am, busting my ass, eleven thirty three. She told me she made twenty an hour, and I'm like, this hoe, and I'm over here fucking struggling. I'm <laughs> irritated as shit. I'm like, I'm a I'm like, yeah. I'm the broke friend. Like I'm the like ain't shit friend, right? So I'm like, you don't want to gotta get in the club. Exactly. <laughs> so as soon as she said that, I'm like, fuck it, I'ma work for this organization, this company. And August of 2012, I kept applying. I had an interview, didn't get it. P- kept applying. 
Got another interview. Didn't get it. Third interview. I'm like, fuck this shit. I, I think I think Asia had a whole attitude when I went into the Stay interview. Persistent. They had an attitude. I was like, do we need to reschedule this? Because y'all don't seem like y'all happy. I swear to God, everything. They were like, no, we're okay. Oh, something just happened. I'm like, y'all sure? Because I can go. Yeah. I end up getting the job. Here it is almost eight years later. I'm still at this employment. It's actually a pretty good employment. And... I super succeeded that twenty dollars, yeah, you know, kind of thing. But it was like if that one conversation didn't happen, mm-hmm. I would have still been thinking that eleven thirty three was okay. I mean, I would think that things in my life would have happened, and I would have realized it wasn't shit. But in one decision, I literally went from making eleven thirty three to like seventeen dollars an hour by just saying like I'm gonna just work for this other place because Fire y'all got me fucked up. Don't know their value. They can settle. So it's really important about you saying like you, how he said if you're the smartest person of your friends, yeah. you meet other friends. Your friends is like that epic center. Maybe that's not the word. But yeah, no, whatever. no, no. That is that the right it word is you. okay. Like you know that you should be building stuff from. So like me and Jovan, we went to college together. So like I know him, but I don't know him, know him. But that that don't mean I couldn't tell you a little bit of his life. It couldn't mean that I literally figured out on my own that he was behind confident brand i was on instagram saw one of my friends in one of his shirts i'm like well if she got the shirt on that means we must know him and i figured out it was him and so like i'm his facebook friend i don't i've never had no conversation with him about his daughter at all but i literally just told you no i love that he buys his daughter's stocks like i literally learned from him and learn from my friends that are doing amazing things um so you know like with with your friends like i would say um the poem I'm going to read uh, later tonight. Oh, you got a poem? I do got a poem. Oh, yeah. The poem I'm going to read, because this show, like, the energy of this show right now is probably my favorite show. Yeah, literally. Hands down. Fire. Hands down. We stayed on this, this topic this whole the time. The thing I'm so is, proud. This, was, this was the type of what I wanted. Like, this was the type of thing oh, so I wanted to be Oh, so now it's a little bit higher priority? No, 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 the, thing, no the thing is, no, ain't nothing to higher I'm priority. I'm just <laughs> But, like, the thing is, it's like, the poem I'm gonna read tonight is like it was a time like Eric Eric had to help me out like and talk me through some shit um, because you know what I'm gonna wait till we get towards the end of the yeah. show okay. I'm gonna wait till we get to well, the but as far as like friends go friends are necessary let me speak on that yeah like with friends I, I agree with everybody as far as you gotta let some people go I Firm, firm believer. Me and Edward been friends for what, 15, 16 years? years. Yeah, 15, you know what I'm saying? And I, 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 I come to a point where I realize that, yeah, we got friends that might not be as smart as that, but I also feel like it's on you to help build that person up as well. To try to help mm-hmm. them. I'm not saying make that your priority, but who am I if to do to do good with myself if I can't bring up if the people If I'm winning, around all me? my friends is winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's one thing what he'll tell you, like, once I had my daughter a couple years ago, she'd be two of his name, my mindset changed. Mm-hmm. This year, he'll tell you, my mindset changed. I started getting into stock. Like he was saying, investing to my daughter. What was my main thing I was saying? I don't care about myself. Yeah, I care about myself, but me investing in stock, me doing things like that, it's for my daughter later on down the line. Because I'm be totally honest. I want my daughter to be one of those ones that's like, I ain't got to worry about nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. I got money. Go out here and do what you need to do. We as a community don't think like that. We think about ourselves, what I need now, what I have to take care of now. Right. We don't look. That's an American we thing. We don't. It's not really American thing. It's a black person. It's a black thing. It's an because American thing and it's at, a black person thing. I don't really believe that. When we look at white races, other races, they care about the longevity of their grandkids, their nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. We don't care about that we type don't. of stuff. They don't think like, about Legitimately, that. we do not, which is why we don't invest in our family members. We don't invest. Like, we got friends that say, I started this business with my family, I invested in it. 
My, my family don't support me. I got strangers that support me more than my family members. We yeah, saw so, we, we so behind as black people just because of you know circumstances. And and I believe that too. Is there are a lot of circumstances within the system that has kept us down, yeah. but we also keep ourselves down because we stay in that mindset. And I say that from experience. It was a mindset. We had a whole me. bunch of bonds. Oh, like, real life. Yeah. This, this was a show. No, a real life. Bond, it's real. a mindset of what we went through for 400 years and what we continue to go through that doesn't that we I haven't know. broken through Facts. yet which is why i love the aspect of what he's doing mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying breaking through those generational curses breaking through what we went through we can't continue to say we went through this stuff because honestly we ain't go through it yes our ancestors went through it but how long not to hurt anybody's feelings how long are we going to use those things as an excuse? Mm, exactly. I want to be my ancestors' wildest dreams. You know what I'm saying? No, I we, like that. We have I mean, way I, more resources. I didn't make it up. <laughs> we have way <laughs> more resources sure. in today's society than what mm-hmm. our parents had, mm-hmm. than what we had at at, fit, at five, what our grandparents had. Like I said, we got a library in our hand. Yep. You can pick up the, you can pick up your phone and, and find anything. anything. You can anything. make any amount of money to do anything on your phone legitimately. Mm-hmm. You can people are legitimately kids are getting it's five year olds. That's making money on YouTube just from folks watching. Yeah. So when you look at all these things, I can't sit here and continue to say black folks can't listen. Everybody else is doing it. Yeah. How many? How long are we going to use yeah. that as an excuse? How long are we? How, how long, long are we going to have a crutch? Yes, you can be scared of stock. You got to take a chance. You have to take a chance. Anything in life, you have to Kim take a chance. Kim says, "I just want to read this because this is good." Oh, hey Kim. Um, this is cool that she's watching. Isn't that? Kimber I want to say that she is a um she does management for artists so hey Kim Um, but she says the Bible I can't read because your hands in the way okay and my phone is over there somewhere but she says the Bible says a wise man leaves an inheritance for his children's children I like the children's children children's children we don't think like that now the thing is we listen to a lot of music right Mm mm-hmm we listen to a lot of music that got to do with killing and stuff like that. But if Being you flashy. go back and listen to 444 by Jay-Z, mm-hmm. like, he, he got, he said he bought a painting for one million. Two years later, it's worth two million. Three years later, it's worth eight million. Man, I can't wait to get this shit to my children. It's little stuff like that. Like, the beginning of a song, one of his songs, uh, it, the intro or interlude, whatever you want to call it, it goes, Daddy, what's the wheel? And everything about that album, it was like, it was a book for your ears. Like, listen to what he's saying. Because mm-hmm. y'all like the... It was we, economic instructions. Bingo. You know? It's like... This and we story, don't know about Will. so many jewels. There's so many jewels in that album. If you like music at all, you have to listen to that music. If you like business and you like music, but you don't, go back and listen to that album. It's a lot of stuff in that album that's little hints. This hints that bring stuff to it. Um, as far as like businesses go, like black businesses, I'm not gonna ever ask nobody for a discount on Shouldn't. this stuff. I'm not Shouldn't. because at the end of the day, you're not going to Walmart and getting no discount. You're yeah. not gonna do it. You're not Facts. going to Walmart and, and getting a discount. A lot I got one better for you. You're not going to Gucci. Yeah, getting a discount. Yep. You're not. Yeah. You're not buying none of that stuff. Getting a discount. But you. But your friend, J- Jovan, got a uh, clothing line, and you be like, "Oh, bro, you selling for twenty? Let me get one for ten. No, give because me my black twenty dollars. Black people look at black businesses as if they have an abundance of whatever they're in business with to give away. Like you, mm-hmm. you never you know if I'm like, you, you, making you know. a dollar off this shirt or if I'm making and then twenty. We, off a of lot it. of times we have to pay more for the product. Bingo. Because we don't have all the resources. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you know when we got it's a lot of times where we are racially 
uh, um, discriminated against because we have a lot of companies who have like silently unionized. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? To what we go to, say we got a black owned, uh, uh, let's use beauty supply stores for example. Yeah. We got a lot of Koreans, perfect uh, a perfect example. We got a lot of Koreans. Yeah. Uh, what not Orientals that own the, the beauty supply stores and run those in the city of Detroit. So we got a black-owned beauty supply store, two of them to pop up, and they're going to steal. Everybody get their products from pretty much the same distributors. Yeah. So if we got these 12 Korean beauty supply stores that are owned by the cousins and the uncles and the brothers of the cousins and uncles of brothers that left it passed right. down to So we go to these distri- distributors and say, hey, uh, over here in Detroit, it's like two black-owned beauty supply stores out here just opening up. We need you to charge them a little bit more for their products because this is our competition. They competing with us. Charge them more, or we're gonna take our twelve accounts and move yeah. and move somewhere else. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So now it's forcing uh, distributors to charge us more, where we have to charge more for our products. You go into a black owned beauty supply. Damn, why this shit so high? Because we had to pay more for it, and we ain't making as much. I'm gonna shift the conversation real quick because we only got Jovan for fifteen more minutes, okay. and I want y'all to still get a little bit question. more of his, you know thoughts in his head so we talked about stocks and you said (laughs) that people get scared of stocks Mm -hmm. so if you could just drop some knowledge real quick how do you jump into stocks i know people been doing um like forex people do robin hood which is percentages of stocks um stocks is too different i know i was just saying like but like that's trend right now like robin hood is a trend Mm -hmm. forex is a trend all this stuff so when it comes to investing in that nature what's some things you can drop on us real quick all right, so for me, like I teach people the fundamentals of investing. Okay. You gotta understand the fundamentals, right? People, when you investing in the company, you essentially becoming a fractional owner, right? So I teach people how to research. Okay. Right, and with the research, I'm teaching you to look up and find out who is the CEO of the company, right? Because when I look into a company, I'm researching the CEO. I'm even reading their autobiography. I want to know are they the founder? How long they been with the company? Right, because a founder to the company different than somebody who may have just got the job last year. Look at at Zuckerberg for Facebook. He's the founder, right? Or I like the CEOs, like, you know what I'm saying, like a Tim Cook for Apple. And he literally had a whole point of saying that he's the best CEO So you got these people, or people like the the CEO from Microsoft, he's been the company like 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. He got longevity in the company. So I'm teaching people how to know who the ownership is, know the fundamentals. What do they sell? You got to know high stock how that company makes money because if you don't know how the company makes money you shouldn't be investing in it right you know apple they make money off the apple store iphones airpods all these accessories they got the the apple store they make money with apple tv that's why they fighting with uh they fighting with uh fortnite right now because they charge 30 (laughs) percent okay just to be on the platform you know what i'm saying so you got to know all these different things when you invest in the company right that's what my friend said and then just to continue on with that you gotta you gotta know how much cash this company got. Or is this company in debt? Would they you show, invest with somebody who got a ton of debt? Nope. So it's like knowing who the CEO is, knowing the knowing how this company makes money, knowing what they cash flow looking like, they balance sheet basically. Okay. You know what I'm saying? There's all the things on teaching people because then you can make smarter you can make smart you can make smarter investing choices. You know My friend did tell me that you shouldn't be buying any stocks on a product that you don't use yourself. Right, it makes no sense. And right, it and makes total sense. Right, and that's one thing I push as well. Like I tell people, look, look in three places: look in your kitchen, okay, look in your bathroom, kitchen, bathroom, and look in your closet. Closet. You know what I'm saying? Because you look in, look, I'm not not. The, you look at any black people, 
Nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gonna see what? You gonna see some Frank's Rouse? So. I was about to. Yeah. I literally was gonna say Laurie's. Yeah. But I yeah. was gonna say Laurie's hey, too. You gonna see Laurie's all that, and that's all owned by McCormick. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And they about to do a split, just like Apple did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like people gotta know that. So it's like, and then they even with like I burnt on the Apple split. Burnt. burnt because I not to cut you off. Why did you Apple get split? because on Apple split I bought an option because mm-hmm. I thought Apple's gonna go up. Yeah. When I should have bought an option that it was gonna go down because the, the thing which he could speak to when it comes with splits, mm-hmm. stocks always go down when it comes yeah, with splits. That's a fact. They never instantly go up. So so they even like down. I like I teach people like to understand like that's a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I teach people like understanding like the things that makes what makes a stock what, go died? up and what makes stocks go down. Mm-hmm. Right? It was charging like, then it died. We just had like we just had a black we just had a black swan event. And what what a black swan event is is an unpredictable, unforeseen event. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yep. Mm-hmm. That made the stocks go down. So I, t- I teach people how to always have some money. Like when you invest in your investment yeah. account, you should always have some cash just sent to the side just in case something happens. Mm-hmm. So you can invest. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's an array of things. You know what I'm saying? So I teach people like the different indicators with drive stocks down. With drive stocks. So, so do you teach these people these things in a class? Do you so, charge for the class? So the thing about it is, like a lot of this information I've been teaching people, it's, it's been all through. It's been all free. It's been all on Facebook. Except and she for can now. tell you, it's been all on Facebook. And then people start acquiring about uh, like uh, mentorships and classes and YouTube content. Like I was asked about this. Nice. So now I just finished my course this past Saturday night. Congratulations. Congrats. 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 Love to see you. Appreciate it. So I'm going to be dropping. <laughs> I hit the wrong sound. I'm like, wait a minute. It's perfectly fine. Well, we're trying to charge phones and shit. Yeah. All right, go ahead. But you dropping it when? Yeah, so if you follow me on Investor from Detroit on Facebook or on Instagram, Investor underscore from underscore Detroit, I'm going to be posting all the information. It should be coming uh, later this week, actually. So I'm it's going gonna, gonna to be an online Zoom class. And what okay. comes with that, you get free access to uh, my Facebook investing group where we can all stay connected. And, you know what I'm saying, talk about, you know what I'm saying, what's going on in the investment so world. So COVID stock friendly. World. And, so like, COVID the thing about it is, with me, it's, it's not even just stocks, it's, uh, it's also real estate. I was going to get onto that. Mm-hmm. So let's drop some, let's always need a shift house. it real quick <laughs> always and need a talk house. about real estate because now we got 15. 14 minutes. <laughs> You see, I was going, you saw, I told you, I got this. We just going to flow it along. And I'm so proud of us. Like, seriously, this is probably like our best show far as keeping on topics. And I hope that people that are watching are really um, enjoying the show and really just feeling enlightened because I feel enlightened. I, I feel like too. everybody else here. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Gang said nothing because hey. I'm sure in his mind, it's like Will's talking right I want right to make now. a comment real quick about this guy right here. He's a perfect example of a table. I'm going to give you an example of a table. I love analogies. So you have a table. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He said he got three businesses. Mm-hmm. Now, if you got a table that got four legs, screw to your left a little bit. You're right. You know what I'm saying? You got a table that got four. You got a table that has four legs. If you break one leg, you still that table still standing. It might be wobbly. It's still standing. True. You know what I'm saying? The, the analogy with that is when you have more than one income, you can never struggle. You know what I'm saying? He has more than one income. Like you mm-hmm. say, he got stock. He got his clothing line. He has real estate. So if one of those like for instance, this happenstance with the corona stops him. He has an idea. He has a, a revenue from somewhere else, and that's something that we don't always focus on. We always focus so. on one revenue, which is what we was taught of the nine to five, going straight to school, working one job, and not having more than one source of income. I'm a firm believer that 
in order to be successful which is why most people are successful they have more than one source of income and why i love his mindset even more so i'm talking to him and i'm like oh well what do you actually do so he fills in the sentence and he's like but i don't like to really consider that income he was like that's more of like you know just my side gig like got a whole other job and he like i mean that and it's now that i know what it is it ain't no small job let's just be very clear but he like that's just you know that's just over there this other shit is not real shit but this this other real shit like what 23 year old jasmine would be like this is real shit like over here he like whatever like but this other shit my babies are my shit and like it's that's amazing because I'm so happy we were able to even have you on the show, and yeah, this, this is like my little outlet. More yeah, it's are. my outlet that yeah, our show is just beginning. You know, it's just starting, but I literally want to be able to give anybody who needs an extra platform something to build. Like that's how we have to be as a black community. We have to sow seeds into each other and us. everything. Um, and I'm just so happy that you were able yeah, to come. I I, we, we really, and, really appreciate. But you before we go, I do want to so like me buying a house was a traumatic experience yeah, yeah, um it was horrible but i would do it again i you love my house hell? no i bought a house um no he rents rent, okay. right yeah. okay so, so basically what i you know what i'm saying specialized with the real estate i just got into house hacking house so, hacking house hacking so okay. that's essentially where basically it's a um it's a multi-family unit okay and you have a uh, renter in one unit, and then like I said, the other unit. Okay. So the renter, the, the renter tenant, I said tenant. <laughs> okay. Is essentially uh, paying the whole mortgage. Paying my mortgage. Yep. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So then it's like I'm just freed up to just have to worry about like property taxes and like mortgage insurance. But the thing about it is, when you house hack, end of the year, you can write off fifty percent of your property taxes, fifty percent of your mortgage insurance. Mm. You can write off fifty percent of your water bill. Um, landscape, you can write that off. Um, <laughs> the crazy thing about it is, <laughs> with me having businesses, I actually use that side as a um, like home office. So not as, and I was gonna say that. And so while you have the fifty percent, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. I'm not a tax professional, but I think if you own a business, you get thirty percent so, so of I, something when you own a business. Yeah. So look. So check it. So it's based on your square footage for what your home office is. Mm -hmm. So like say your unit is seven hundred and fifty square feet. Just for practicality, if my um home office is seventy five square feet, that's ten percent. So okay. then I can write off ten percent of all my bills. Expenses. Uh, all okay. my expenses. So that's an extra ten percent off. So now and that's not even and then you then from there you got depreciation deduction. Can y'all hear us? Because I can is it okay? Yeah you good. Oh yeah. okay. So from there you get depreciation deduction. Okay. So, depreciation deductions are basically the, the, the overall wear and tear that a building occurs just on a, uh, you know, yeah. monthly, yearly basis. Every year thing, right? Yeah. So just, basically, they say over thirty years you can uh, you can write off three uh, percent of what your unit is worth. So say your say your unit is a hundred thousand uh, dollars, you can write off three percent. So that's three thousand dollars. So for the next thirty years, every year you get a deduction of three thousand mm. dollars every year for thirty years. Which and is then, big when it comes to taxes. And then you get a depreciation deduction on like the appliances in the unit. So you got like say for the your landlord and you you have a um, say stove, refrigerator, washer and dryer, you can get depreciation deduction on those as well. So how that works is the manufacturer say this stove should last ten years, and then over the next ten years it's like a formula, right? You can write off that stove for the next ten years. And like see the thing about it is I like to know a 
I don't like to know a little bit about a lot. Yeah. But I don't I don't try to know every detail of it, but my CPA knows it. Mm-hmm. So That's when I'm looking at my taxes, <laughs> when I'm looking at my taxes, I can be like, all right, I know he he hit that. Okay. He know the formula, you know what I'm saying? But I he you know he's the, the expert in that. So people gotta hire experts for certain things. Yeah, Somebody totally better at doing the job than you are. Yeah, that, yeah. That's but as long as you know a little bit about it, you kind of you kind of covering it. Can't be screwed it. over. Yeah. Yep. When you start a company, like let's say you start a corporation, you're not gonna know everything. You're mm-hmm. gonna know a little bit about it. You hire people smarter than you. Like yep. I seen that on um, one of the million. You learn how to delegate tasks. Yeah. Yes, that's what you do. Some the more time, are professional delegators. <laughs> like the more time you have the more money you can make that's yep. just everybody has the same 24 hours in a day we just all use it differently yep. we all use it differently look at look at what you do with your 24 hours in a, your day you not you you're not out here watching tv all the time scrolling through instagram people people spend five hours on instagram right you literally now apple has a thing where it shows Tell you your right. your screen and thing. i don't stock on facebook so i feel like i'm i'm using my investment so it's like smart. use your time wisely and did you buy your properties in detroit or no warren and warren yeah. okay now i'm playing actually my next property i'm looking at detroit though so when i bought my house at first i was looking a little bit everywhere but then i came to the conclusion that it was really important for me to buy in detroit mm-hmm. i bought in the east side of detroit it's okay because um and I bought a my house for a steal. I'll be sharing real personal information for y'all. But it don't matter. You have so a nice house. when I do have a nice house and you know it's my baby. I fucking hate it at times because I'm real single. And you gotta do shit like, you know, kill bugs, like spiders. That's not oh shit. God. And then oh. you gotta like cut grass. Um I'm allergic. And then um all this other homeowner shit that I wasn't prepared for. And it's real hard to find somebody to just come do shit. But anyways, so um it was real important for me to buy a house in Detroit and even though the house market is definitely going up and it's a it's real real intense right now um the house market is something that it's something I'm, intense I'm right now i'm a firm believer that even though it crashed at times it'll never go away yeah. you, you you can't. so in 2006 my house in 2006 <laughs> my house was worth like almost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. um i got some free money from mishta and i bought my house for fifty two thousand dollars. um it's not a small house i mean it's like almost 1500 square feet three bedroom it's a nice little house or whatever but it was really important for me to keep roots for me as a black person in detroit um and it was like and now my next house like once i get this i want to buy another house for a rental but like literally this housing experience is really traumatic for me but it's okay let me get over it Um, and i just need more like resources of people who actually come through and do jobs um I found like it was really rewarding for me to just buy my house and I, so what I'm basically saying like it's scary to buy a house it's scary to put your name on a mortgage but do it um, it takes risk to invest in yourself it you have to basically face your fears and be a badass somebody um, and do the shit and sometimes you don't see it instantly you don't see the rewards instantly but you will see it later on down the line later I, on down the line I believe you I believe, I believe in um, and yes oh diana diana would know that the housing market is crazy right now um uh yeah so any other gems you have about like buying houses or investing in rental properties self-education is key all right so i'm a big proponent on self-education so just make sure you're taking the time out to do your due diligence that's my thing um whether you want to do real estate stock market investing clothing lines or 
anything just make sure you're doing your due diligence um and understand taxes before you get into any business venture make sure you understand how that taxes work for that uh for that business mm-hmm. and uh just take your time patience all right so one of the things patience. one of the things i focus on was one thing at a time and once that thing was rolling then i then i went to the next thing like i already got plans for what i'm gonna do 2021 22 24 but i'm gonna worry about that when i get there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you got to focus on one thing don't spread yourself too thin I am so happy and grateful and thankful that you took the time yeah. on this very late Wednesday night to come drop some gems on us. Um, I hope people that were listening definitely took some notes and will rewatch this and re-listen and share it because this is what it is. You have black millennials talking real shit about money shit like yeah. and this ain't like let's go buy a gucci bag this is like let's go buy a fucking house we, we shouldn't yeah. focus on buying gucci bags let's yeah. go buy, let's go buy stock yeah like let's oh. buy some land let's go own land lvmh is a stock ticker 90 dollars. you can own a piece of louis vuitton hennessy fendi um finney or rihanna brand all those designer brands uh moet Mm-hmm. LVMH. Y'all heard that LVMH so for ninety dollars. Little freebie for you on his way out the door. If you're gonna buy it, own it. Yeah. <laughs> and let's really be clear. It, you know so if y'all it, say y'all can't stock, afford, that's a stock. LVM. LVMH. Let me make LVMH. sure. I'm gonna be honest. Like there's right really now. not no stock a people a person can't afford. Like it's really it's about where you want to put your money. And there. I was about to say that. So let's be very clear. You said ninety dollars. So you pay more for that for all that. Right. If you make ten dollars an hour right now. That means literally your work day is a stock. Yeah. Think about it that way. A lot of times when I, I start spending, I would say when I start spending money, I'd be like, bro, I gotta work X amount of hours for this yeah. shit. I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. It, it, it is LVMH because it's Louis Vuitton, Moet Hennessy. That's the, okay. That's a symbol. LVMH for ninety dollars. He just dropped a real big bomb on y'all, so he need two percent from all y'all niggas that buy it. Um, I don't need to stop saying niggas. So I thought I'm not this was gonna a great first show for me, Bill, because I was telling him when you want to come more often. You're more than welcome. When he told me what he done. But he do. You know what I'm saying? It's so he funny. He asked me like, "What's the show gonna be about?" I'm like, "I'm like, this is the perfect show for you to come from." This is because what me and him is speaking about is financial literacy the last month. Because with us turning thirty, yeah. and me having a two year old and things like that, I look. That's at, why our viewers are I, off because it's the debate. I look Fucking at debate. yeah. I look at being financially stable for the rest of my life and looking out for my daughter and things like that, which is why I love the aspect of him buying his daughter. T- t- he legit old, really does. A stock. It's a girl. It's a girl dad you know what I'm saying we, we, all, we all here you know so shout out to Kobe like it's going to on Friday yeah, but you know like I'm going to give you something I'm, I'm coming up with I tell you I'm coming yeah, up with that when you Mother's Day, right? Oh, Kim no. about to go buy that stock right now. <laughs> Kim, we need 2%. It won't let, it won't yeah, uh, probably, it probably not on Robin Hood. Um, I got a, and this day, like he talking about having a why. I'm starting this little thing. I'm, I'm coming up with this thing called, I got a silhouette of me and my daughter. And it say fatherhood. And then under it says the only hood that matters. You know what I'm saying? My why is because going through my situation and understanding the things that males go through, it made me want to help more males out here in the aspect of child support, having resources that benefit males because there are not resources that benefit males. You know what I'm saying? As far as what he said, we're having your why. 
That's mm-hmm. my why for why I want to start my organization and my things as far as what I want to do. What's what That's and it's funny because yeah. so I've had businesses and they've had some success but not the best. And I think part of that is because of my why. So I used to sell sex toys. I mean, my why is because I'm kinky um, and I know some shit. But I think if I had a better why, it would have done better. And um, now I'm going to figure out my why for pretty dope-ish because pretty dope ish podcast is not just a podcast it's my actually like my company um and i do some other things with it and i'm gonna figure it out so i know he has to go um you don't gotta leave now but i'm saying whenever you go it's fine so again from pds podcast to you thank you again so much we really appreciate it um let me know when y'all want me back i'll be back next week i'm taking your course okay yeah we do it weekly like i'm taking your course honestly dude like i'm so grateful that you came on this show this week you know and you brought us gifts come on yeah too like the thing is man it's like just with like i said a lot of stuff that i'm going through right now like this was a great a great teaching lesson for me because it's like as far as like school goes like in college and everything like that not everybody has their degree not everybody has their degree but it's certain stuff like i'm in sales i honestly feel like the only reason i would get a degree is just to have a piece of paper you know and it looks better for employers the thing is i'm not going to be an employee right forever you know so it's like i just think i think it's so dope that you came here and you teaching people like what's 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 how i go we we talk about real life oh it was um something like that it's the it's the um jack daniels no it's real life adult it's it's real life adult life and no it's not none of that shit what like what you said life it's pretty much like it's real shit adult shit and shit that's on our minds bingo yeah i made that up i should know that by heart it's the it's the jack it's in me so it's like we talking about adult shit today you know and i think that's so dope and i'm like yeah man it's shit that we it's shit that need to be talked about especially with the black community and at the end of the day, what he's talking about is some pretty dope shit. We all is. agree. Yes. 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 We need some hands. So I mean, that's 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 dope yes. shit right I feel like you just became the epitome of what pretty dope shit yeah. is. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Yeah, um, I'm like, and it's I our feel first so show happy. of the month. I think it's pretty good. It is our first show of October because it's. It's October now. Was it out there? Boobtober. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, I'm never listening to podcasts. I'm never listening to Mexico ever again. Because he had me having whole nipple flashes out. But it's okay. I'm going to need y'all to send me cash apps. $5 each nipple slip. It's okay. My cash app. I'm just saying. If y'all getting it for free, $5 is not Subscribe a lot. Subscribe to her OnlyFans. Okay, see, look, shit. he catching on. That should be your OnlyFans name. We are still going. Oh, his IG is investor underscore from underscore Detroit. Yeah. yeah. I just followed I it. it. Yeah, and it's got some good I stuff on it. And Kim, if you go on our page um a few days ago. See you, bro. Alrighty. If you go on our page, you'll see that um all his social media links are on there. So anybody who's watching, all his social media links are on our page. I'm going to reshare it. I'm going to actually sponsor his ad. Because I think that this show, for sure, is something that people need to watch. And I know that we have some little interference because um, the debate for vice president is on right now. I was wondering what was going on. I was wondering, too, that I had to think about it. It's because of the debate. Um, they they changing seats. I don't even know who's on the camera right now, actually. Um, <laughs> like, 
I don't. So we were just talking about money. What's the dumbest something? So we gonna like make it a little lighter. It was so deep in. So I'm gonna tell you how the dumbest thing I ever bought and ever can agree to this. Oh, okay. So a little long, little long fact about me. I came into some cash a long time ago, about ten years ago. I ain't gonna let y'all know the amount of, amount of money I came into, but it was a decent amount. Okay. Um, Edward would tell you, I'm a big wrestling fan. Always have. <laughs> a big what? Wrestling fan. Re- wrestling? Wrestling. Okay. I love wrestling. Like, I, I watch it. Don't tell me he done bought some uh, oh, no. shaky shit. So, shows, I, w- so. I have a picture. I bought, for $300, a WWE belt in 2009. Two of them. No BS. <laughs> and I walked around with it on my shoulder all inside the mall. Proud as hell. Taking kids and everything. I was a boxer in Canada. You know what I'm saying? That's probably one of the dumbest things. At that time, it wasn't done. But when I look back now, like, <laughs> I spent three hundred dollars on a wrestling bill. Like a wrestling bill. I really don't know. Like, like, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I don't really know. Like the dumbest thing I've ever bought. Oh, I'm not. I'm not really sure the dumbest thing I've ever bought. But I know I spent a lot of stupid money. Does this need to be right here? Or can it go over more? Okay. I spent. I still spend a lot. That's of why I was money. wondering. Okay. We talk about financial literacy today. I'm be honest. I still to this day feel like when it comes to money, yeah, like you're not I ain't too good really, with it. I'm not so good with it because I'm the type of person what, that. What are you talking about? I'm saying no, he's good. Over. No, he good. Oh, they good. Yeah, they no. good. Yeah. I was asking. I'm the type of person that I feel like I can make it. I can make it whenever. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, paying my child support now. I, I do DoorDash. DoorDash make a lot of decent they money. Don't shit on people doing these like gig jobs. I started DoorDash two weeks ago. Uber and I just, I just did too. Shit, he man, can tell you. He, he tell you the truth. I've made a thousand in two weeks. I made more at my job working less hours. If I do forty hours at Amazon, I'm making probably about five hundred dollars. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna let y'all in tonight. Twenty hours at, at doing some DoorDash shit. You I made, made bank five hundred dollars. I made six hundred last week. Yeah, just in twenty one hours. When mm-hmm. Instacart was real good, so we'll say in two thousand. 17 maybe i don't yeah. know whenever it was i made 20 extra thousand dollars yeah. from instacart, instacart working on the weekends bro instacart. i'm talking about from front from buy, friday buy to groceries. sunday and that was it instacart even now so my second job and i want to say like so my first job is one where people will put like a lot of like oh she do this it's bullshit right but so my second job i fucking deliver pizzas like and you make and there's nothing wrong with that it was weird for me i'm not gonna lie it was something that i have not been used to but it gave me a different perspective it made me realize that i need to think about things a little differently and that's how i felt when it was like my need to meet something i wanted to make sure my debt could be paid off in the midst of this This i didn't feel comfortable doing instacart Huh? Get I just said start setting quote, quotas for yourself. Yeah, and that's how you, you gotta look at it. You gotta set a quota for yourself. Out. And that's right. You gotta set a quota for yourself. That's Girl, how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? I started DoorDash because I'm like, oh, I'm getting child support taken out. It's a decent amount of money of child support getting yeah. taken out. Can somebody out. pin this? Can, can somebody pin this? I had to find something else to do. Uh, oh, can I say um, one thing? I know we, I, I don't mean to cut y'all off, but I did. We had a viewer today. Okay, who's the viewer? viewer today. It's um, it's our ba- me and Eric play baseball together in high school. Okay. Love you, ma. Love you. Uh, was that Martez? Base- it's, huh? Who was it? No, uh, Martez is ba- my cousin. It's our oh. uh, it's our baseball mom. It's uh, Aww. it's our baseball captain. Uh, Hi, baseball mom. mom. Oh, like, that was um, I lady. saw that yeah, yeah, I seen that, that comment. comment. Yeah. And she yes. said she wished she was on this show. I know. I, I seen it. I want to say something. Blue, Amy. Something. It was Amy, right? Yeah. Like, I pay she, attention. She I love her. I love her. Down, I love like, her. Like, down, down. Well, thanks for being pretty dope, Amy. Like for a mother, come visit us one day. Take in some kids. 
and I've always treated us the same, no matter yeah. how long, how long we haven't talked to her, whatever she sees. We love you. Yes, period. we definitely love you love down. You. Love you down love to you. the core. So I just wanted to say that because I thought I love. No, that's awesome. I think I this show, like I know you got y'all may not have noticed it, but we real big on energy. We got our crystals. We be saving. Uh, yeah, yeah. I get I my house saged. I um, I got crystals yeah, all throughout yeah. my house. That's I have a rose quartz in my car. I got some new crystals. And um, you know our energy have been a little off. Lately, yeah. but I think this show, it, especially with having Joe Vine on, um, and Eric. Made it, and Eric, like I think Eric is just like he's been a natural. Like, no, this my <laughs> shit too. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like I'm dumb too. The, the, right. the thing is, is like I'll, maybe next week you can bring his belt. The, 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 yes, I will bring it for y'all. I, I, I want I you to bring your belt. Yes, like the take thing, a picture over there <laughs> the from thing Canada. Is, it's like me and Eric had some really deep conversation. Okay, like really deep conversation. So. Uh, this year, I would say, what last year when I had my business was that last year? Yeah. I, your mindset wasn't in the right spot. It uh, it took I and I tried to get his and mind mindset is a lot of things when it comes that we talk about financial leadership. Yeah. People understand, like, yeah. Mindset, regardless of what you're doing, is everything. Yeah. Your yeah. mindset, your perspective, is legitimately, and I say that from experience, from a guy who license was suspended for seven years, who. Had a kid and that situation wasn't right. And my how old finances, are you? I'm 30 years old. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I had my first kid. I'm I had still my, first, my one and only kid. And I'm at the oldest. How nice. You know, and I went through a lot of different financial problems. I lost a couple of brothers. I went through a lot of different mental things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he could tell you, compared to where I was at last, last year, all this time, and where I'm at today, it's, it's as far as everything, it's a, it's a hundred, it's a three sixty. No, it's one, it's one eighty for sure. Because you was going the wrong way, and, and I don't know, I don't really know what happened because when your mind switched, mine switched too to the worst possible spot, and it was due to like my car crash and COVID hitting, and it was a lot of stuff, and I think that's what I was trying to get on when we was talking about having friends, like me and Eric have been through so much together like so much like this is my brother can't nobody blood would not make us no closer like it is like it's those certain people like i might not have all my friends forever i'm buzzed yeah y'all been drinking you might not have your friends forever and but you like i said at the end day if somebody you've been around somebody a long time and regardless if they they slack it You really have to know a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we got a best, my, my, my other best friend, Lady yeah. next to you. Know, hey, she probably ain't watching yeah. name. People go through different things. You have to know your people. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to know. You can't say you know somebody and you really don't know them. Yeah, you yeah. Know you never know. Like right? he's seen every season of me. He's seen me happy. Seen me in relationships. Seen me broke. Seen me rich. Like every season. So he, in an aspect, he knows how to deal with me, and that's what I was going for. I was, right. what I was saying as far as you got to be able to pick your people up and elevate and, with them together and as a black society we we, we so focused on you you going through that oh well, well that ain't my problem yeah. that ain't my problem yeah. sometimes people need that support yeah to get them where they at to be financially more stable or to be out just of just have better time. mental health you know what I'm saying? just imagine whatever you was going through yeah whatever support you might have might have been what helped you a hundred percent my friends are some of my biggest saviors they don't even know it but like my friends my family even people who i don't even like personally know but i like i'm friends with on facebook and that's how i am now like a lot of my friends a lot of guys people on facebook they'll tell you it's from seeing me the last three years losing my brothers a couple years ago and going through my kids situation things like that oh tanisha i'm sorry i just have to say this really quick because it just made me like feel so special tanisha says she loves this show and 
We now have a new follower. Oh, um, yeah. She, is like, that your friend? I, yeah. Oh, hi, hi Tanisha. <laughs> What's Thanks, up? Good looking out. Watching the show tonight. And Shantae. Hi, Shantae. She just started watching. Yeah, Eric okay. got a, a large the debate must following. Be going on. We're getting followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do have a large Eric following. Eric got a lot of uh, followers. I like, I'm so, in a fraternity. Shout out to Iota Phi Theta. Fraternity okay, okay. Michigan State University. Game of Mew chapter. No, I was literally about to tell you, like, after the show, but, like, anytime you want to come on, like, I feel like your energy, like, definitely yeah. vibes Edward really well. I think y'all got a new, a new cast member. So I, I would say, seriously, if you want to come. I've been telling Edward for the longest. I love yeah. podcast. I would love to be, like, yes. I, I Seriously. Yeah. So, you know, Ed trying to leave us. Like, he's, he be trying, he, he's going to Houston. When he's moving to Texas, when he moves to Texas, y'all going to have me. But you can still come on, like, anytime. Look, we can do it, like, first Yes. Video, video. I would love for you to come on from here on out. If you want, I if you want to, whatever. The thing is, Eric is a Gemini too. We Ooh, his oh birthday. Listen, 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 listen. Like Eric is a major Gemini. I'm a Gemini. When I tell you, I'm the yin, he the yang, or whichever one is. That's what happens one, when you got two sides. Is the thing is we balance each other out. We always balance each other. I will agree that you being here has changed Ed's whole presence. we're not talking about choking bitches. Like, bro. Slapping hoes. But the, We're not talking about fat but bitches. But the thing is, too, Coming on guess what I haven't been doing yeah. all show either. We're just talking shit. Yeah, no, I know what I'm saying. I he about to get I'm about to say, like, she about to get slipped. No, I'm saying I haven't been drinking all show. Yeah. And let's give, can we do a whole little thing for yeah. that? Right. Because. Yes. Come on. Like, on some. On that's some, about owning your shit. Like, and thank on, you and for some real shit. And that's another thing about being there for a friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and him was terms that, but he talked about his drinking. I'm not saying my boy is my brother's an alcoholic. I'm not I'm saying they're not. I'm alcoholic. You drink enough. I'm an alcoholic. You drink enough. But, you know, it's been times where I'll be like, uh, all right, bro, you can have a beer here or two. You see, when I first gave him a bottle, I was like, should you be drinking right now? Literally, I had eight shots. No, it's cool. But you no. see, I was like, yeah. is that what you want? I got a little nervous. Like, like, you know, the thing is, like, one thing I did at the beginning of the show, I'm like, I'm like, I, tapped, like I tapped Eric on the arm. I'm like, I don't care. No, don't let me get don't let me get no liquor. Oh, I was like, what did I miss? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like this, like this is my my like this is my nigga. This is my. But brother. that's how you got to be with anything. Friend. Like if anybody if tell somebody got to hold you accountable. And it's times where I did some shit super fucked up. That was some super hoe shit, and I per usual had to apologize. <laughs> but I was listen. I was we went through like, some we as brothers. A lot of shit. Oh, you mean between y'all yeah. two? No, like we had a real it situation was, between was, me, yeah. him, and my baby mama. What? No, no, no yeah. sleeping bullshit. No, oh. nothing like that. It was you just know, but that's the nature of friendship. We ain't gonna go into it. We don't have to go too deep. We just they know like we've been through some shit. Go through it. That's the nature of friendship. Me and Deanna, like this has been my like really close friend. We have been building a friendship. Didi, yep. And for a few years, I let my mental state and my inability to really understand my own emotions get between our friendship and we lost a few years of our friendship and as you see you wouldn't even have thought that if I wouldn't yeah. have told you that you wouldn't have known because she watched this right. show faithfully every single day and that's just a real apologize. friend because at the and end of the day it's like family I look at him like family I'm not going to cry because I really you I get really, mad with your mama guess what you might not talk to her for a day <laughs> but that's your mama but you know like, girl put them boys up is it as long as it's not nipple showing okay. I don't care All right, bet. I don't think you can Go, go look to them. Can so, like, so the thing is, zoom in, like, camera three. Okay. His face is like, no. I feel like you have to be intentional in everything you do. You have uh -huh. to. Like, Edward will tell you, I'm the type of guy, we talk about, I'm the type of guy that will give anybody on the yeah. street my last dollar. Yeah, he is. I, 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 I am 100% so 
Honest when I say this. Eric I can have type, a dollar in my pocket. Eric the type that'll go in the gas station and the dude can say, you got, you got a dollar? And he got two dollars in his pocket, he give it. I'm the type that's going to go in the gas station and be like, nigga, you can get a job just like me. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking See? about? And it's like, but, but I look at things like, at the end of the day, I look at money and things like that. At the end of the day, it's going to always be here. Even yeah. when I die, it's going to be here. And the thing about love, I'm a firm believer that love is the strongest thing in the world. No matter what it is, love will make you do the best thing for somebody and then make you do the worst thing for somebody. Then my phone start charging. Period. So in that aspect, I give love in every aspect of a way. Whether it's giving somebody something because whatever you do can benefit somebody else. Like I was saying earlier. It will boost somebody else's self-esteem. It boost somebody. This bum could really be having a bad day. You give him a dollar a day, it might make him happy. I was doing DoorDash the other day. I made a mistake and didn't give somebody a drink. <laughs> I went to do my, my next DoorDash. I saw him. I can tell he was a bum. I had a drink. I'm like him, bro. I wrote my money now. You can have his drink. Then he's like, hey, bro, I need you got like a dollar or something. I'm trying to get something to eat. Uh, I ain't got a couple. I ain't got that much. But here you go, bro. He takes a dollar. He's like, I'm about to go to my bed, though, and sleep. And I look at that. I can be that guy. Ooh, but nice. luckily, I'm not that guy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have to uplift. Are people regardless of what they going through? That's Can't look down on nobody you, unless you are pulling them up. Yeah, yeah, and I was always and I was shout out to the farm program, one of the programs I was in for uh, it's a male program to help fathers. One thing that I learned there, you know, what I'm saying everything that you make, it's not always meant for you. A lot of folks, especially the black community, we talk about family, we make money and we want it for ourselves because we're so used to not having nothing. Thanks. You might make thirty dollars an hour, but your thirty dollars an hour, that fifteen of that hour, might be needed to go help somebody in your family or help somebody else and a lot of folks don't understand that yeah like you really have to be intentional what you want and as far as what you do in the energy department that energy energy is important energy, energy is, is extremely important yes. energy energy is, is extremely that's why you can walk in a and room a mindset like, too oh, i don't know about this person so it's like like like, like the last show like that i was on shit i'm the one that that was me <laughs> the person that checks everybody like so the, the last show oh, that i was oh. on i watched the show and i couldn't make it through the whole show because i felt like my energy was so toxic and so aggressive and so bad and then i also realized on that show like it's certain times I, I can drink, but I can't drink how much I drink on that show. Like, I feel like when I drink liquor, I'm unstoppable. Like, I do. I feel like it ain't shit I liquor can't say. Like, and I'm like, I'm a confident person just because I'm, a, I'm in sales, so I have to be confident. But it's like when I get on that liquor, I start being arrogant sometimes, you know. So it was like a lot of that show, I, I and then some shit happened that following Tuesday that caused me not to be on the show Wednesday. Can you share? You share back to the page. You guys share on your page. Uh, you yeah, know, listen, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know, is, that's cool. Yeah. I get it. I know what you were saying. I, I peeped out. Like, yeah, you got to okay. share back to the thing. But, like, you just, you have to know your own downfalls and your own weaknesses so you can strengthen yourself mm-hmm. in the long run. You know, and that's all I'm like, this last, these last three months since I hit 30 has been, how am I going to become a better Edward? Because I look in the mirror every day. And I don't see the man that I want to be. I see him starting to form. But seven months ago, I looked in the mirror and I couldn't see him nowhere. Not even close. 30 is one of them ages that you be like, bro, I got to get that shit together. 
Um, I turned 30 this year just like him. Okay. And with having my my, my, my kids should be two in a couple months. Shout out to my beautiful daughter Iris. Hey um, Iris. She she don't watch. She should be, be watching being, you sleep. Being right 30 kids are supposed to be put to sleep. Being 30 <laughs> make you realize like what's important. What's really important. You a whole ass adult. Like like yeah. like like you're not a little kid. You're not in college. You're not just having fun. Like even with dating my dating people or dating like that that's younger than you. You realize like. Their mindset is a little bit it's different. It's completely which, different. Which you are at 30. At 30, I care about me having a kid. Now, I, I want to start a family. I want right. to be in a certain aspect of my life. I don't care about going to parties yeah. or yeah. spending money on this. Type. I know I want to travel. I yeah. want to invest. I want to have houses. I want to, like, Here that is. is what my focus is. If you're not, it's if that's not your focus, life. don't even step to me. If right. your yeah. focus is not on having a family, traveling together, having houses, investing, building 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 businesses for our family later on down the line, even if it don't benefit yourself, don't come around me yeah. because at the end of the day, your energy is not what I need. I'm not yeah. a kid. You're not a kid no more when you turn 30. Bingo. Yeah. Especially I've... as a man. Most men don't become men until they become 30. And anybody will tell you that. Bingo. You're not a man. Your mindset don't really change. You'll be there one day. You'll be there okay. one day. <laughs> <laughs> He's our baby. You any woman or any man, most men would tell you that they, didn't really, they, they didn't really get it. They didn't really, they didn't really start figuring out. How old are you? <laughs> 38. When did you start figuring out? Man, Honestly. 30 years old, man. It's oh, look at this. Quick. Yes, all these bombs well, being you, dropped. You, you Drop that bomb for oh, that well, knowledge okay, real quick. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. had a whole like, motherfucking speech. i be honest. I went seven years from having a spending license. Two years after my kid, Boom, has been licensed. So it's like, it's good now though, right? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, uh, I listen, need to know this. Listen, 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 super clear. I'm taking notes. I, I want the police to pull me over. Now, you be like, I'm real listen, motherfucking legit. Look at this shit. Be careful license where you at. and insurance. Because I just got my license back too. I know all the things going on with black folks, with the police and everything. I'm not afraid. If Lord forbid something like that happened. I'll oh, another guy that said 30 was a milestone. So really... I need to just wait till somebody 35 because I've been trying to find a husband. But I totally agree. No, most that men don't become more responsible until, until they're 30. 30. Most men want to settle down. After 30, they want to find somebody that's them. That's not out here. Like, men don't. Like, it's somebody unfortunate. Said, Fuck the police. My cousin. Why, why, why is my oh, thing? Is that, our, is that is my cousin, cousin too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Reggie, we're co- like blood cousins? Like, it's unfortunate. Oh, my God, Reggie, you're my cousin. I'm sorry. <laughs> Women, figure it out earlier. Where? I figured it out at 25. That's when I was yeah. like, I gotta get shit I feel together. Like most women but when I turned, out like five years so ago. when I turned 30, though, I was like, bro, I gotta get my shit together. So again, it was really important for me to buy a house. You know, I don't and have there's no a lot kids. of women that's around your, that was around that age. That's 20, men don't think about that until 27, 20. Listen, 29. all my friends is lit as fuck. Okay, if y'all don't know my friends, like my friends is lit as fuck. We got fucking counselors, we got business owners, we got homeowners, we got whole ass homeowners. That's how my friends makers. are. We got fucking super moms. Okay, not just moms, but super motherfucking moms. I mean, and you got two kids. Kids, you got went through shit. You didn't got husbands. You fucking having business. But that's the one thing about black women. The difference between black women are fucking. They amazing. have Super always women. been strong. They have always carried the weight. Not, not the, the black, black men. Black men haven't done what we have, what we have needed to do. And granted, some of are, are some of them are coming around in today's society. As you look, know, saying you have more males that's being fathers than what our fathers was. I was 100%. Ashley said 30 changes a lot for women as well. I do. I think that 30 30 is like, so, you know, it's a 30 thing. So I think society, like, it's a pro and a con. Society tells us this is where you need to be at at this age. 
And it's a con because if you don't reach there, then you feel all this self doubt. You, you feel shitty. You like, why the fuck everybody else got this? And I don't got this. I deal with that still to this day because I can't find a nigga. But it's okay. It's gonna happen because I'm a great girlfriend. Like- so if you guys like my beauty, you know, except for the new, the nipple, li- uh, the nipple, nipple slips. slips. They might like that too. They might. They might get them. Technically, there were no it. nipple slips because you cannot see them. My cousin did. Um, oh my god! Just real, real quick. <laughs> I just want to say. You have to tape them like, targets down next I time. just. This is how close me. So I'm real personal, like about my personal space. Like, don't come to my house unless I invite you. And even then, you may want to think about coming to my house because I may have not really wanted to invite you. So he was here, and I'm like, "You about to see some titties?" Because like we was rushing. So I'm like, "Boom!" Like about to see some titties. He's like, "Oh, it's okay." So I hate underwear. I'm like, "You may see a vagina." And he's like, "Oh, I haven't seen one of those yet." <laughs> he's like, no, I said I've seen plenty of those. Oh, like you said plenty. Okay, she but like, like it was just, you know, she just whipped them off. So random I said, that was so random but that's literally how it was i have this podcast has gave me like i'm not big on like family cousins sisters none of that shit i really can care less but we've definitely gotten like closer is and that's oh, great I was, oh, like, family we have close. i just i just figured out how to uh like share it to my, i didn't share it to my page i just shared it's okay it to we're gonna page. have a whole lesson over this because yeah. i i'm not gonna lie so like apparently so my friend was like jasmine oh <laughs> she said her that's what happens when I talk to myself in third person. But my friend, because this is real shit, this is how you know I'm not making this shit up. He was like, you know, because I was like frustrated. I'm like, you know, maybe I just need to end the podcast because this anxiety that it creates for me and the stress it creates for me is something I can't handle. And he was like, you know, you need to just. He's like, because like my whole thing is I didn't want to create this podcast and they'd be like. You the HBIC and everybody just gonna fall in line. I wanted it to really be like okay, this genuine thing. It, and yeah. when I tell you so, it happened because I got kicked off a podcast. And um, I was like, dang, nigga, you gonna keep this podcast? Ash Whatever. That name <laughs> I know, right? So, um, but uh, so my psychic was like, ask your cousin. I'm like, okay. And then I walked in Ed's place of work, and I'm like. This nigga should be on my podcast. And now you here and my whole spirit is like, I literally just told CC, I'm like, bro, I need you to pull some cards because um, this shit is coming out my hands and I don't understand. Like, I'm trying to figure some shit out, but this I feel like it. our first show again. Like, it does. The energy hey, is back. Hey, look, listen. Listen, if y'all let me be a part of it, I would love it to be a part like of it. I'm totally honest. It sounds like you're a part of it. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I guess I'm technically you, I would be the person to make the decision, <laughs> and um, I'm making a decision real live on everybody to say. Like we have a fourth cast member. Oh, Kendrick said that I'm very beautiful and gorgeous. If you're single, you Ooh. know, and you have a decent credit score, and you she don't have any, too many kids, <laughs> and you don't beat women. So you said you're working your credit. That's what I'm working on now. My my stuff is around like six something. I'm say last year. Around the time like bringing me back the topic and everything. You better go ignite. Cause being. Doing credit, like he'll tell you, like yeah. that. We don't learn about credit. We, we don't. Really we don't. do not. And like it's my mother's dream. I would never forget it. My mother told me to get a credit card my freshman year. Yes, my mama told me the same thing. To get a, 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 a computer. A white man with good credit told me to get a credit score. I mean, a white man with a good credit told me to get a credit a credit card, and he just left my ass for the wayside. <laughs> like, and then tell me about the other shit. But I will okay. say, anything that y'all get from the end of the show, I want y'all to invest and stop. And invest in life insurance is okay yes. black folks to have life insurance have a bare man because have at the end of the day dollar policy at the end of I the day I got $100,000 policy now you need more than 100000 at 30 you could get like a million dollar policy for maybe like right. $30,000, $40 like that's this. okay you yeah. talked about you said seven, eight thousand $8,000 for your funeral mm-hmm. minimum it costs $10,000 to bury somebody bury yeah. you can cremate me 
Yeah, cremate Period. me and put, put even no on even it. cremation in today in today's society is twenty twenty. It's it's, 30, it's about it's three thousand dollars. It's three thousand dollars. No, it is. I literally. I would say my father just died, so I would know oh, the actual numbers. Yeah. Oh, but it's not. So it is like, like about like when, when, five thousand. We buried my brother three years ago. It was thirty thousand dollars to bury both of them. Okay, thirty thousand dollars. Like life insurance in the black community, regardless if you feel like somebody's gonna try to get over on you, is important. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it creates generational wealth. At the end of the day, life insurance creates generational wealth. It's Write a head it start at the end of the day. I am Bingo. a firm believer that life insurance. I got life insurance on myself now. I got life insurance on my daughter. Mm-hmm. Because yes. anything can happen. Take it out. On your, is your mom still here with us? Yeah, my mom's still yeah. here. They take I, one out on her I too. swear. You know what I'm saying? My mom tell me all the time. You know what's yep. crazy? You know what I'm saying? All the time. That, like me being illiterate to uh, life insurance when my mom was, uh, before my mom got sick. Uh, like I would say six months before she came, before she got sick, life insurance papers was coming. And then she throwing them away, ripping them up. Like they trying to tell me I'm about to die. Now the thing you is. You will die eventually. The thing is, we what we didn't you. know is if we would have opened that up, we'd have been straight. Like, because I think about when my mom passed away, what we had to do. Like, I had to pay for most of the stuff because I was making good money at Art Van, you know. But we still had a GoFundMe. I don't never want to be that guy. We had a GoFundMe for my that, brother. That, yeah. that has a GoFundMe. Like, mm-hmm. no. Like, not that we're shitting on people with GoFundMe. No, we're not. not I had one myself for my brother. We get it. You know, but I it had has... one. You know, but I don't want to ever have. I don't want people. The most you're going to have to do is be like, rest in peace, Ed. Died here. Y'all straight. Y'all straight. My, my nephew, he good. He good. I want my death to be a gift. And that's how I feel. And that's how I like, I like right, that. When mm-hmm. I think about having a kid, I can die anytime. Anything can happen in the world. I want to be, I want, when I leave this earth, I want my daughter to be in a position to where she can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of folks, like, we have to learn to be in a position to help our families. It's not always about, just because you ain't have it. Don't mean that you got to be selfish. Exactly. And a lot of folks have that mind state. I didn't have this when I was a kid. I, was I didn't have this. <laughs> so I'm selfish. I'm, this is for me. Yeah. This job is for me. This money is for me. Everything is for me. No, you can't be like that's that. Poor. That's important. You have to give to other folks. You have to make sure that the people that's coming under you have to say, have a better life than what you have. My, my main focus now is make sure my daughter, at the end of the day, has a way better life than what I have. It's not about me. I lived 30 years. I didn't have fun. I didn't went to college. I didn't did that. So now, everything I do now is to make sure that when she turns 18, she ain't got to struggle like I did. You better give us this energy. I hope y'all feel she it. She's going to have her own WWE belt too. I love though. my Listen, best friend. I love she's going to have her friend. own everything. When All I tell it. you, she's going to have her, People are going to be mad. She's going to be that friend. People will be like, your baby, make sure you have Because <laughs> her mama good too. Her mama good too. Her daddy going to be good. So she's not going to have to. She ain't going to have to work. Anything. I don't want my daughter to have to work. <laughs> I want you to focus on school and do what you want to do. We got to be in the same mindset of generational. If we the generation, I will say, our generation. Yep. You born in 85? Millennials. Yep. The millennials, we the generation that don't care about what our, our ancestors care about, our family. Like, no, our, we don't. My grandparents, your mom and them, all of them still say, I want you to go to college. We're we creating know. our own path. I'm, our own path. I that's what I was saying. So about, many, that, yeah. that was my whole thing about the entrepreneur everything. thing. Like, yeah. 
we are the generation of entrepreneurs. We are the generation Literally. of with folks Everybody that want to work for ourselves. You know what's crazy, bro? Work for nobody else. You know what you Period. You I don't, don't want to work look. for nobody. I hate working for Amazon. Yeah. Period. I used to work for Amazon. Yeah. See, look. I hate working for Amazon. But that's for child support. <laughs> Amazon is for child support. Jordan. See, so look. <laughs> you so, feel me? So look. Domino's like, for paying my cat food. Postmates been doing me pretty good. What you were saying about uh, like we not like we care about college, but we don't. Like I enrolled back in school, uh, whatever it is, fall semester. I realized that I don't fucking like school again. I, I realized I literally, and, I, and I, just, okay. I literally dropped my classes before I came to the show. So one of the downfalls about millennials is that the generation before us was like. You gotta fucking go to college yeah. to be successful. Ah, pause, bitch. Uh, no, I don't. No. So but you can take my whole ass. Hey, listen. But wait, I make. Bad. I have a way different perspective on that. But you have to understand when they came up, that's all they had. Yep. Yeah. That's well, it. technically, it was another generation before us that had trades, and they somehow forgot about that shit and pushed because college on us. You gotta think. When we went to school, trades got taken away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. When I was at Dibby, they had to take. I went to Dibby too. By my tenth or eleventh grade, yeah. Oh, hey. oh, hey. By my eleventh grade, you went to Dibby too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we. Both tech was gone. Those three Dibby people. They didn't, they Fuck didn't, all y'all. Yeah, they, didn't, <laughs> they didn't have Dibby tar for life. We don't teach. Technician trade. A skilled trade Second to none Will make you more money We should have cash like, in here A skilled trade Will make you more money If than you were in, if you were in will make you more money Than a degree If you yeah. were in a Okay some degrees some I think degrees. there's pros And there are pros and cons And so I make more money but Than a lot of people but, okay. And I, I want to clarify no Okay But the difference Between a skilled trade And a degree A skilled trade Nobody can ever take from you That's true. A degree I can low-key discredit your degree. I True. cannot discredit your, your skill trade. trade. Yep. If you were an electrician, if you were a plumber, I never knew plumbers made a lot of money. Yeah, they make bank, they make bank, bank, bank. You know bank, what I'm bank, saying? Bank, bank. If you have a skill that can't nobody get rid of, you're making money. Go, you're thank you, Deanna. Come through Cast Tech. Damn. That's shit. Cast Tech. Hey, look. They be running in this. Osborne won this whole thing. Watch this. all the power <laughs> um but yeah i agree i think like some co college is for some people and college is not and i think that we don't have a good balance we don't we think some people think fuck college some people think like you need college it's what do you need yeah. as an individual Bingo. um i used to want to be a psychologist i think that i have a way to necessarily talk to people i think that like i was talking to preschool yesterday and i was in my head like i should be a fucking psychologist in this bitch because but in order to be a psychologist and to be credible i do need degree. but you know the girl who does my hair or the person who cut your hair they yeah. said fuck that degree and they make bank because they make their bank. skill set and what they had it's, worked for them so you, you really make, need to know yourself my, my um, barber makes 40 dollars for cut. 45 yeah. minutes that whole shop you so, feel me like that's my i because i tip my barber my barber makes me feel the most yeah the, he makes me feel like the most con like yeah. that brings me that brings my veinness to the surface so it's like when I get out of the uh when I get out of the chair I look at myself like god damn and I didn't know you went to the same barber that shit was that crazy that was crazy I looked up like you like you in the chair I'm like wait a minute how you how you know this niggas talking cause I'm looking hey, I'm looking I say we got the same shirts on this was by Our new cast member, you know, uniforms. We 90s babies out here. came in uniform. Like, he knew he was joining the crew. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> like, it's so happenstance. Like, he has the same shirt. I'm, I'm like, I take my thing off. I'm like, wait a minute. 
Like, like, like it's made to be. Like, I'm always going to be wearing my own shirt. And, that, and, that, and, that, and that's my next thing. Like, I'm a firm believer too. Why not wear your own material? Build your I got own a boy. Brand. I got a boy. Shout out to my boy Spooty. He got H2E. Harder too he easy. He went to Wayne State with me. Yeah, harder too easy. Yeah. He's been doing that for about six, seven years now. Harder too easy. You, you got to invest in yourself. You man. have you to know invest what I mean? you in yourself. Like it was, it was an epiphany for me when I got uh, fired from Uber. Mm. Because of my firearm, right? I was like, damn, man, this is some easy money. Like, I was, you know, I, I like making it. I, I like doing it, right? But see, here's the thing. Like, I just looked at it like this. Uber just gave me a template, a blueprint of uh, the quota, the same money that I felt like I needed to make every day on Uber. I'm like, you know what? I got my own business. And Uber actually distracted me away from the time that I should have been investing into my business. And that's a lot bill. of things that we do. We get distracted by, because we've been taught so long to be inside of a system. That's just like school. I'm a firm believer that now today, Everything I was taught, I was lied about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was lied. I was lied to. Everything yeah. I learned in the 12 you're, years I was in high school. You're going to need this every I day. I was lied. Because it you don't lied. need. And I was don't. like the same the same money that I make in a week. What, what I was making in a week on Uber. I make doing it. I make like more, right? But the, but the difference is, right now, I'm only working 17 hours a week. If I crush my shit, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to working 50 value. hours. You found your value in yourself. A lot of times, because we've been taught, we've been so, like school and everything is taught to be a system. You start to follow rules. That's why some people are good at taking tests and things like that because you're good at following rules. You're good at the system. People are outside of the system. People don't respect. They don't understand. When they don't understand you, what can you do? Bingo. So, like, as far as did you, did you got something you wanted to do? You good? We just no. getting towards the end. Yeah. yeah. So, so he's so, gonna do his little. Yeah. Hey, did so, you know him? He don't know him. Yeah, Mel. Yeah. Oh. He went to Michigan State. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mel. That's anybody uncle. watching this? Oh, I'm so that sorry. That is your uncle. Oh, is, is that my uncle too? Or no? Uh, that's my dad. No, no. Oh. I'm gonna be honest. We are actually like blood cousins. Mel, Mel, Mel story. Like Mel is a Mel is a real guy. Mel is always, no matter who you was, Mel always showed you love. He's always showed you respect. How he died, that shit, that situation, it's hurt him and his his sister at the same time. Don't tell me uh, you talking about on the freeway. You talking about uh, no, they went on the west side. Oh, okay. okay. So, so you understand my pain because you lost your cousin and and no, my uncle, your uncle and and, and, what's that? Your auntie. I lost my two time. brothers at the same time. So yeah, that's why I said when you said that, I felt that. Why my you, understand, you understand how it feels to that lose was deep. People. That shit deep. You know, like it's. It, and he was the one who taught me like generational stuff. Cause Mel was like when we was in high school and stuff. He was the one because Mel. Was, I will say, came from knowing the street, Mel, growing. knowing Mel, Mel was somebody that always wanted to pop up. And you meet most folks that he was friends with. Yeah. When you look at all his friends, they all who, came up. They all who, in business. What are they doing now? They entrepreneur. They living their best life now. Well, living their best life. Let me get some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I'll that. So you want to give our little thing, your, your blurb? Okay, so as we're coming to an end, you guys, we want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you. Yes. thank you. Thank you. And we want to thank Eric for, for coming to. Yeah. New, new cast. Man. New dope-ass co-host. Yes. And thanks, Jovan, from thank the Thank you, Jovan. We really appreciate yes. you. Yes. Girl, dad yes. out here. He said he's been 10 months. That's, what, that's what's up. Continue. That's what's up. <laughs> we always cut his ass off. You're like, hey, let me talk I just see it. Let me ask y'all, like, y'all don't y'all ass up. Right. But, um, share a page. You know, tune in every week. Pretty dope ish podcast on Facebook. We're working on this Instagram thing still. You know, me and Ed McLeod, we're going to get that together and possibly Eric. Um, oh, Eric, so, so he be on social media. Like, 
He's oh, do you want to join he, the podcast then? Yes, I, of, I am on social media. You can follow me at iconic underscore father sixty three. Um, um, being a father is the main. My main iconic sixty three on, right on Instagram. Yes, sir. Iconic, iconic underscore father father sixty three, and then I'm Eric Stewart Jr. on Facebook. Yeah, um, and he's like you want you want people that's gonna. You, you yeah. don't understand this. Oh, you know I'm that shit. I'm that you know shit. my whole family. You're pretty dope. It's okay. Well, right, I wouldn't be family? surprised if if we probably family. I, I was gonna say, are we? Like, family? I'm be honest. <laughs> no, everybody. Dog. I just found out that one of my boys that I was cool you with know, my whole life is my cousin. You know what I used to hate? And he know my like, barber. We 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 used to go <laughs> like go downtown, and then everybody be like, Eric, 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 Eric. Yeah, like Eric. yeah. I'm a, I'm one of those guys. It's like when I honestly feel like I can never do nothing wrong because at the end of the day. Everybody gonna be like, you know that, that little meme when people be like, <laughs> I don't. That's like, I know him. That's, that's, that's me. Oh man. So. So you finish your blurb? You know, you want to talk some more? Yeah, I had to finish. Uh, you know, I did our little shout out. So okay. now I need. Yeah. So Facebook, pretty dope ish podcast. Um, we are. I'm gonna start connecting my company, pretty dope shit. But since you know the worlds are prudes, um, it's gonna be pretty dope ish. Uh-huh. I connected my website, so all the custom shirts of little creative random shit that I make that I think is dope is gonna be on there. So you'll be able to see that, and then we'll have some loyalty love stuff over there, and then Rayshawn. I'm just fucking up <laughs> everything. Are you got a brand you coming out with now too? No, Larry's so- gonna make. Some body butters were very interesting. Names. I ha- I do have a clothing thing, but the thing is, so like, an important thing is, I did just recently file bankruptcy as well, and Smart. so you know, the you're doing it at the perfect age. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's coming back, so they told me that, and so at this trajectory, when I get my discharge papers, then I can do my LLC and everything because I can't sell anything or make any beneficial money because that would fuck up my discharge. So I have yeah, to yeah. wait on that. And then yeah, I'm getting ready to start my. Um, but he's gonna partner with Pretty Dope Ish, and we're gonna come up with some pretty dope well, body butters. I want to yeah. partner with you guys too. I was just talking to Joe. Yeah. To Joe Vine, come a link with Jovine too. Like I said, um, I'm definitely my, up for that. I'm starting my five. I can get some models to you too, some female models, male models. I know a bunch. Oh, of I got, models. I got some plan. I got some yeah, ideas. We, we, like, we, we got, got some ideas in sure. Okay. Like, so I do have a website. Ideas. So if we ever need to sell anything, you're Bingo. more than welcome to have a category on my website. We clothes. can just knock it out the park. Just with one thing. Um, that's nice. So you oh, know, per our podcast tradition, we kind of messed up you last week because I couldn't figure out how to get my my um my poem up that I had found that I did not write, but that <laughs> Nikki Joy Bonnie wrote, and I loved it, but I couldn't find it. We gonna end the podcast with Edward's um with poem. Ed McLovin. That we've been missing these couple shows. We it was only one, one show, show, but it, it felt was, like more. He's like it felt like more. It felt like more for real, for real. We like, have you back. We have you back. So and a new brother. So yes. you know what? Usually but. I do a lot of erotic poetry, but today I'm gonna let y'all in. Um, he didn't write a new poem. He no, I didn't write this. This is a poem I wrote uh, earlier this year. Nope, earlier this year. Um, so it's fresh. So we was talking about having friends. Eric put me out of a really dark place. He put me out of a really dark place before my birthday. Um, and I really appreciate that. I'm sure. about to let y'all in. I'm really going to let y'all in. I fight depression at times. You feel me? We so all fight depression. It's like, Mental health is important. Like, That's the most important thing in the world. The, the, two show, the two shows ago, you came to me and you said, I feel like it's something going on you feel me like you could re- like my energy was so off and this this move to houston it's just so much going on that it's been hard but the reason why i wanted to let y'all in today is because i'm really trying to be more open with people and not be so abrasive um so actually the name of this poem is called depression and it goes 
It's so hard right now. I'm even scared to check the mail, hoping there's no shutoff from notice or a letter I've been avoiding. Tears stopped falling at, after my last love left, and I think I'm getting better, but my life is a mess. I don't want to answer my phone. Shit, even paying the bill is a stress. At least I'm not drowning my sorrows with liquor and pills. But oh wait, where is the weed? Because that'll put me where the birds be. I'm in heaven when I'm dreaming of a life without my past mistakes. Unfortunately, I'm in hell whenever I'm awake. I don't know what to do. It's so easy to say I'll fix me, but depression makes me lazy. I often think about the I often think about all the women that hate me, and I often think about the ones that want to date me, especially the ones that want to fuck me that probably want to rape me. Uh, man, this shit sucks. You want to know what depression is? It's lying in the bed for three days with all the lights off. It's when you want to eat but you can't. When you need to talk but you ain't. And it's going. And going to work, shit, they'd be lucky if I'm only an hour late. <laughs> but you just have to smile through it because nobody knows what's really going on inside of you. But this time I'll fix it up. You could call me Edward Anderson at the end of the day. Black mental health matters. Mental, black mental health matters. 100% because black people care about it. Warning. You are now tuned in to Seven Mile Radio. <laughs>